Check in with Brent Martino right now. He's talking. Let's see what Brent's talking about. And that could be a good thing because the last couple of years has been a struggle for the Jaguars defense, especially against the run. So priority number one for any defense, but especially this one will be to stop the run. The Jaguars have revamped the roster on the defensive side. The secondary, Rayshon Jenkins and Shaquille Griffin. They added in the draft as well with Tyson Campbell and Andre Sisco, but especially up front with Roy Robertson Harris and Jihad Ward. They brought those guys in and Ward played for Cullen in Baltimore. It's a fascinating part of the upcoming season. Joe Cullen's defense, a first-time defensive coordinator in the NFL. He has done it at the collegiate level before, but a first-timer here in the NFL, and it's good to see Joe back, Brian. One of the really good guys who's ever come through, Bill, and he had great success in Baltimore. A lot of guys have had success in Baltimore and then made their way into head coaching positions. Your thoughts on this guy who is a player's coach. He's always in their face. Yeah, he's always in their face. He's a guy that does a great job of challenging players. He's not afraid of being confrontational, but in a good way. I think the thing that I'm very curious to see is how multiple is this defense? We can talk about it being a 3-4 defense, but when you study Cullen, where Cullen last was with the Baltimore Ravens, man, there are guys coming from everywhere. It's a very aggressive scheme. We will see anybody and everybody rushing the quarterback. Now it's about can we get that young secondary to understand what they're doing in the back end behind it? Because if the coverage is right, man, the pressure is going to be dynamite up front. Uh, he also said the other day when he spoke, they'll blitz from anywhere. And then he just kind of grinned. The secondary is an area where they put a lot of focus. In particular, Shaq Griffin, who is a guy I know you know from his years in Seattle, and Sean Jenkins, a guy from L.A. who was with Chargers. These are two guys who have worked together since they were eight, right? They played little league ball together over in St. Petersburg. It's brought a new interesting dynamic. Yeah, certainly. That chemistry and camaraderie matters in the secondary. When we talk about trust and communication in the back end, it's key. And so the fact that Rashawn Jenkins and Shaq Griffin have been finished each other's sentences. And so when that happens, I'm sitting there talking like, are you muted still? And I'm muted. <laughs> it's going to be an adventure today. Oh, the Shaq Griffin signing to me is the best thing we've done so far, bro. The Shaq Griffin signing with Rayshon Jenkins together. It's just, uh, it's incredible, man. They bring a different energy to this defense that we haven't had since 17. Mm -hmm. But it seems like more in a in a pure, positive light. I don't know. It's it, They some dogs, though. Dogs. Yeah, no, definitely. Shit, I'm over here. Um, I'm in the chat in the uh, YouTube on their shit about to plug our shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, those currently tuned in now, go ahead and comment. What are you most excited to see today? Who are you looking forward to watching? What are you looking to see? What are you expecting to see? Um, and what, what What's your whole vibe for the day? I mean, that's a, that's a loaded question, but... Uh, just talk to us, man. Let us know what you're thinking about today's scrimmage and who you're excited to see. I'm I'm really excited to see how the defensive backs look. I won't lie. I mean, of course, Trevor Lawrence is the obvious story here. Yeah, Andre. we're excited to watch Trevor. Swing I'm saying Andre Cisco. Andre Cisco. That's what I want to see. I want to see Andre. Cisco. I have watched Andre Cisco shut shit down rep after rep. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. I think Cisco is going to be the best thing we've had back there since Double D. 
they flying around like that, making hits like that. I don't see why you can't. Uh, just got to stay healthy. That's how I see it. That's just got to stay healthy. Don't get thrown out of games. Don't be getting fined all the goddamn time. Yeah. Other than that, let's get it. I want to see. I want to see some. I just want to see some. I don't know, man. Some authority across, like, set a tone across the middle of the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to let motherfuckers know that y'all are not any of that shit y'all thought it was. Motherfuckers having 200 yard passing days, or nah, bro. You got to eliminate that shit. I want people getting ran through chest, shoulder to chest, and separating the ball yeah. from the man. So it looked like he liked to do that. So. For running, Josh Jones ain't gonna have no job. Lambo, Josh Jones ain't gonna have no job. Ooh, they're chopping, yeah. chopping lettuce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see how that secondary play out. I mean, there's a lot of options back mm-hmm. there. There's a lot of options back there, just like in the wide receiver room. Now you feel like the wide receiver room is more solidified, but like we like we said before, as far as that secondary goes, you really don't know who's gonna be here after cuts. Mm-hmm. I think one one thing Jaguar fans are gonna have to understand is um some people you don't wanna see go or are about to leave. Oh yeah. This yeah, yeah. this is gonna be oof. But this is a it, different time for us. Yeah, but that's fine. This I'm, is what other teams, other teams have had to deal with. This we mm-hmm. we really never had to deal with this. No, nah. those underdog favorites that y'all love, those really good players aren't great. You're gonna see a lot of them go. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of greatness out there on that field right now. And it's a, it's different, bro. We're setting the tone. I mean, it's been since he got here. We're not just good enough isn't acceptable. Just because you yeah. played good enough, no, you played okay. Like so that's why I say I think I think I, I don't know if I had Dewey on the roster, but yeah, he better he better be going crazy on special teams. Has to. He would have to. Has Otherwise, to. how does he stick around? Yeah. And, and I think he is going crazy on special teams. And he goes out, he he goes flat flat out. You know what I'm saying? So I think Herb likes that. And I think he I think he'll mm-hmm. find the spot. I can't remember if I had him or hadn't, but it's gonna be purely in special teams. But yeah. I feel like a, some a team will get him. I feel like because I feel like he could play in this league. He's not a starter anywhere, right. I don't think, but uh I think he'll always be a, a decent depth guy because he has really he does have speed for a damn well, I don't know how tall he is, but Yeah, he's decent size. <clears throat> so, hmm. yeah, but it's gonna be a lot of people. Yeah, what's a what's a uh, what's an unexpected cut you think we're gonna make? Jerry Wilson. Jerry Wilson. You think that's unexpected? Well, he did get kind of he get a contract. Uh, well, I mean, he's 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 just been a starter here for so long. Yeah, and uh, when you're that guy in the secondary, like you've been a, a focal point in this defense since Barry Church and them left. But it's, only, um, but it's only for yeah, I remember that's only for, that's only for like two seasons. I mean, Barry left in eighteen, right? Yeah, that was his last year. So yeah, nineteen twenty eight. You're right, two seasons. Uh, but even back then, they had high praise for him. I think he's gone. Um, I think. Ooh, I'm trying to think, wide receiver. 
Wide receiver's hard. Mm-hmm. If if Colin Johnson wouldn't have showed out like he did uh, yesterday, I would have told you Colin Johnson might might make his way to the practice squad. Mm. See, I didn't look at uh, – that's what we could – I don't say until they – I didn't watch none of those highlights. I seen like I seen the stuff on my on the Jaguars app. I just didn't click on them. Mm-hmm. But they look now. Now Brian Sexton's back. Oh, let's see. Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong. Let's tune in and see what's up. He is the linebackers coach here, the assistant head coach, and one of the closest confidence for new head coach Urban Meyer. He does a little bit of everything with the defensive side of the ball. But he's got a really interesting player that he works with as a linebackers coach, Bucky Brooks, and that is Miles Jack, who moved to the weak side last year and had an all-pro caliber season, if not the accolades that go with it. Absolutely. He's an athletic playmaker, very disruptive in what he does. And what we finally saw is he utilized all that athleticism that we've been talking about since he was at UCLA as a two-way player, running back and a linebacker. You see the speed, the athleticism, explosiveness. He can rush off the edge. He can cover tight ends down the seam. There's nothing on the field that Miles Jack can't do. Will Joe Cullen unleash him? And how we unleash him, that's one of the biggest questions of the preseason. Now, Joe Schobert came in here last year and moved into that Mike position, the guy who's the quarterback of the defense, which ostensibly, it freed Miles up, just go run and make the plays. Schobert is a guy with a big number. There are big expectations for him. How do these two guys work together? And it's a brand new scheme for both of them. Yeah, but I think it's a nice yin and a yang because Joe Schobert controls the middle. He's a tackling machine. High IQ does a great job of directing the defense. He's the ultimate traffic cop in the middle. It allows Miles Jack to really freelance and make plays and do different things off the edge in this defense, which is going to be aggressive and multiple and maybe even sophisticated in how they attack the opponent. Joe Schobert being the steadying hand, Miles Jack being the disruptive designated playmaker. I think this really works. They are a nice complement of one-two punch. When you're a 4-3 defense, you need a lot of defensive linemen. When you're a 3-4, you need a lot of linebackers. They brought in Damian Wilson, who's been with the Chiefs the last two years. Yeah, Damian Wilson comes in better present does a really good job of playing on the second level he teams with those guys to give them a very solid linebacker court but you're always going to be looking linebackers 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 you're going to need them all over the field in a 3-4 we've got much more to come from scrimmage sunday morning here at tiaa bank field as the jaguars get ready to get ready for the cleveland browns next saturday night more jaguars football right after this Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Miles, motherfucking Miles. But I was gonna say, you know, um, I remember when people were upset that Miles got that that big contract, which I didn't even feel was a big contract. I remember fans fans not being too pleased. Um, just because they don't understand football, but that's cool. They don't understand this. Was this, this, man, this man was a was an all conference running back in college. <sighs> And an all-conference linebacker. <laughs> Different breed. Miles Jack is special, man. Like, yeah, that's not that's not that's not easy to do. And people like that would kind of got swept under because he stopped he stopped playing offense like his last year or so. But mm-hmm. that's not to be overlooked. And plus the injury, but that's not to be overlooked. This kid is a fucking freak. Yeah. And, you get more dogs around him, it just it, it makes him better. And now that he's just – it looks like he's – It's hopefully it's going to look like he's contained, like, all of it. I know it's a new defense, but mm-hmm. 
they should be catering it to his style. You know what I'm saying? Like not putting him in places for him to fail because he's talented enough to do. He's talented enough to do everything a linebacker should do. He can blitz. He can run stop. He can run with receivers, slots, everybody. He can, like I said, drop back in the coverage. He can do everything. So hopefully they take advantage of what they got right there because we ain't been having like geniuses on <laughs> defense, like coaching it on defense. That's a nice way to put good. it. Yeah, and, and and we've been pretty good with good players and him just being really good. So, yeah, that's a, that's a very very kind way to put it right there. <laughs> that's that's very friendly. That's very friendly. Uh oh, every every like I'm I'm just sitting in anticipation. Like, can you start this shit? And I see they're not a pad yet. I'm like, uh. Mm-hmm. uh the longer they don't have it started, the more nervous I am. Let's take a minute, though, to shout out to sponsors, man. Big shout out to Miller Creative Group. Check them out online at mcg247.com or on all social media platforms at mcg247. Miller Creative Group, discover the one source different. Shout out to the good boys over at 904 Printing. Make sure you hit them up for any of your printing needs. They can take care of you. That's 904printing.com, 904printing.com. Go in there and get a quote today. Also, shout out to the Dual Vaults. They went ahead and made this custom Jaguars 95 hat with the OG logo, the MIT on the side. Shout out to the Dual Vault, man. Make sure you check them out online at dualvault.bigcartel.com. Big Cartel? Pretty sure. We got to get my dog to buy that uh, domain name. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's tune back in and see what Bucky's talking about. Oh, Marvin Jones. I like to think about wide receivers being a basketball team. So when you're building out your wide receiver core, you need to have guys that have complementary skills. And so when I look at the Jaguars, they certainly have all those things that you look for. First guy, you talked about it, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, to me, is the point guard. He's an outstanding route runner. He gets it done. He's going to be open every single time he has an opportunity to play. Then DJ Chark, he's the ultimate two-guard, kind of like James Hart. He's a playmaker. Get him the ball, find a way to allow him to make plays. LaVisca Chenault, he's that 3 and D guy. He's a guy that can make plays. You just have to find a way to keep him involved in the offense because he can make things happen. I think about Colin Johnson being the power forward. He's the guy that should be a red zone weapon with that height. He should be able to post up and win 50-50 balls. And then Philip Dorsett, you cannot play in today's NBA without a three-point shooter. This is my guy, Philip Dorsett. He's the deep threat. He's the guy that can score from distance. When you put those five guys on the field, and don't forget, Travis Etienne is kind of like the sixth man who can create. You have a lot of weapons for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence now just has to distribute and get out the way. Those guys will make plays for him. Now, we haven't seen a lot of Dorsett or Jones or Chark in the last couple of days for various reasons, but they went and worked at Clemson this summer. They spent time on the practice field there, and then they spent time on the dock at the lake house getting to know each other how important and then look everyone knows that that is a good thing but why how is it critical for a quarterback and his receivers to have that extra time together well one the first thing it shows to me is trevor lawrence gets it he gets it in a big way in terms of understanding that look i can't do this alone i need my guys with me we need to be on the same page to spend time not only working out on the field but the other time when we saw the pictures them hanging out at the dock those guys kind of shooting the breeze and being able to really communicate with one another that only translates right it's so nice to see an entirely new staff on the field right now shit is crazy 
passer and pass catcher. Those guys ventured and took a trip up to Clemson to hang with Trevor Lawrence. To me, I think that's very, very special. Two days ago, the Jaguars added another veteran speedster in Taven Austin, the former first-round pick of the St. Louis Rams. What, how did that one strike you? The, Urban has talked since he took the job about speed, 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 speed. Is this just a move to get faster? Oh, I think this is a, a move to add depth and playmaking. Look, we have Jamal Agnew, who is the designated punt returner, kick returner. He is going to make things happen, but you can never have enough of those guys. With the expanded roster rules, the expanded practice squads, you're taking on as many good players as you can find, and you keep him and stash him if you need to. Tavon Austin gives them another weapon, someone who can do the jet sweeps, the fly sweeps, the, the gadget plays that you see from some offenses. There's a place for him on this roster. Let's see how it plays out. Trevor Lawrence has taken the time to get to know his receivers. There's at least one guy in the running back room he doesn't have to worry about. And, and he's a weapon too, and that's Travis Atn. His maneuverability, right? His hips, his change of direction, the suddenness, and then the speed that he brings. Those are rare qualities. You're talking about a guy who was three times all ACC. Hey, look, he's an ASAP player. As soon as possible, he's going to make it happen. He's going to get to the next level. He has the speed that you love. And so I like James Robson and what James Robson is able to do. It's kind of the pounded in between, but you need some explosiveness. Etienne gives the Jaguars offense that ability. He can take the distance. He reminds me a lot of Jamal Charles during his prime in Kansas City. That is the weapon that he added to this offense, one that they needed. How does he work with James Robinson, who lacked for for 1,000 yards? Look, I think it's a nice compliment. In today's game with 17 games, you have to have two guys that can share the load. James Robinson will not be affected in terms of his playing time. There's a way to get both of these guys on the field at the same time, while also alternating the rotation to make sure both guys are able to impact the game in their own special way. This was a good job for Urban Meyer, and he hired Daryl Bevel, who thinks it's a pretty good job as well. Brent Martineau's on the sideline with the story. Someone yesterday in the NFL that said Daryl Bevel is the perfect offensive coordinator for Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer because he's so even keel. But he's perfect for some other reasons. He's been around some star quarterbacks going all the way back to Brett Favre, Russell Wilson, most recently Matthew Stafford. So you think about those arms, those players, what they've done in the NFL, and anything Daryl Bevel can hand down to Trevor Lawrence, which this organization now has a quarterback that is the face that will be helpful. And then you add in Brian Schottenheimer and his experience. Urban Meyer is going to lean on those two gentlemen to help Trevor Lawrence get acclimated to the NFL. It's a laundry list of guys that Schottenheimer and Bevel have worked with. And really, you see both of them around Trevor Lawrence. That brain trust right there. And... and, and He's the kind of player who is going to ask them. He's going to use them as a resource more than I think they're going to force it down his throat. Yeah, but I think the main thing, the name that you saw on that list, Russell Wilson, because both uh, Schottenheimer and Bevel touched Russell Wilson. I think that experience would really help them. Developing a young quarterback going from being a game manager to a playmaker will help. I think it'll serve Trevor Lawrence well as he gets acclimated to being a franchise quarterback in Jacksonville. All right, it's exciting to see what's coming with this offense, and we'll see some of it this morning and some of it next Saturday night. There's more to come on Jaguars football right after this. Oh, way, oh, way. <clears throat> now I'm just in, now I'm just getting impatient. I'm not going to lie. Now I'm just getting impatient. Mm -hmm. And I got a feeling like right when it goes to start, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end the feed. Yeah. I got a, I got a strong feeling that's what's about to happen. 
Y'all be pissed. I will be so sorry. I know you're going to be mad because you chose to stay and do this instead of go. Yeah. I have a I have a strong feeling that that's going to occur. <laughs> Eugene Fournette says, pre-scrimmage prep for Jags O-line. Reminder, you can watch part of the scrimmage right now on Fox until 1030. So I don't know. I don't know if they're still going to be streaming the remainder on the social media networks. And they're, they're, they're just referring to the Fox stuff. Yeah. Cuts off at 1030 or what? Because then J.P. Acosta says the Jags are broadcasting their first scrimmage today in TIA Bingfield. So I don't know, bro. I don't know. I know that I've been up since 645. <laughs> 645 my time. Yeah. Getting hype as fuck about this. Oh, that's that's about the time I woke up. Do you see my dog snuck in the camera? Oh, what's up, Major? <laughs> Cameo. He just floated to the camera. No, he said he wanted to watch the scrimmage this morning, so he came in. He tuned in with us. Come here. Come, come right here. Yeah, we'll bring him on. Yeah. Okay. So we are live with Kenosha Ramblers, Bantamweight, tight end slash defensive end, Major Bailey. How you doing today, sir? Great. You have to talk into the mic. Don't touch the mic. Just talk into the mic. Great. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> how uh, how do you feel about the upcoming Jacksonville Jaguar football season? I feel good about it. Okay. All right, who are you most excited to see play? Trevor. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Who's Trevor? What's he play? He plays quarterback. Okay, okay, okay. Is it is it because y'all have almost the same hair? Is it because y'all have the same yes. haircut? I heard. Oh, you heard him. Microphone. Okay, yes, that's why. Okay, <laughs> got it. Uh, how do do you think the Jaguars are going to the Super Bowl this year? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay to say no. That's a logical response. Yeah, it know. is. It is. I don't, know. I don't think okay any of us know. Yeah, it's okay to say no. Do you see that gentleman right there? Yeah. That large fella's Walker Little. We're going to check back in with the scrimmage. We'll be right back with Kaden Major momentarily. Number one overall recruit back in 2017 goes to stand for two years. He's outstanding. We haven't seen him play the last two years, but when you show up at training camp, he is a buzz. He's everything that people talk about. And my guy Tony Baselli gave him the thumbs up, and it's definitely merited. In a pass protection drill the other day, no matter who lined up against him, he dominated. They put guys on their back and showed. Which brings us to the question that everyone's asking: Shouldn't he be on the field at some point? And how do you adjust things to get the best? Five. Now, it's an interesting question, Bucky, because this group is going into its third season together as a starting five. Do you make changes now? Oh, Lord, you got to put the best five on the field, and it's tough because you talk about the chemistry on the offensive line is everything.
everything. So many subtle communication nuances that have to be worked out and agreed upon when you have this veteran offensive line, they're able to do it in their sleep. But now you have a very talented player. We haven't seen a preseason game yet, but if he plays like he's practiced, yeah. he absolutely is going to push for a time. And then it's about how do you reshuffle the deck to put the best five on the field? That's a great problem to have if you're the Jaguars. I walked away from that drill thinking you couldn't keep this kid off the field. And if that means moving Cam Robinson to right tackle, by the way, he played some right tackle, Walker Little did, on the practice field yesterday. One other area that this offensive line is strong is depth, who's from a small school, Division Three school. Looks like he has totally transformed his body. Tyler Shatley's been nothing but a standout backup guy here for years. And then you've got Will Richardson Jr., who's played guard and tackle. So not only do you have your starting five, but you've got four other guys, seven of which will be active on game day. You know, that's great that you talked about it. Right there, you just listed off nine guys that can play great offensive lines. Typically have eight guys that you want to be able to have. We talk about seven being available on game day, but if you have some versatility within those backups, being able to be a swing tackler, those guys, they have all of it, but the star of that second group right now is Walker Little. Yeah. Let's see if he's able to push and get into that first group by the end of the preseason. If, if, if you get to practice, folks, if you uh, next week or you're here at the game, watch number 72. It is a sight to behold. All right, the defensive line. Hey, look, last couple years around here, stopping the run has been a massive challenge. Last year, they gave up 4.7 per carry, and four teams ran for more than 200 yards. I mean, that, that's a big red X, right, <laughs> that, that Urban Meyer and his de new defensive coordinator, Joe Cullen, have to address. You've had a look at the defensive line. Do they look like they're more prepared to be better against the run this year? Absolutely, because the first thing that stands out, Brian, when you're on the practice field is the size. This is a much bigger defensive line, and when we think about Joe Cullen and what they want to do up front, games, movement, being able to push back, those big bodies up front, being able to control the interior three, the center to two guards, gives you a key. Malcolm Brown was a big addition from the New Orleans Saints, gives them a rock-solid plugger in the middle, and then you build out from around him. Two other guys that stand out. Roy Robertson-Harris, who came from the Chicago Bears, they had a deep rotation. He is massive. He is 6'5", 300. But you know what? Numbers don't necessarily tell the story. Shoulders out to here, <laughs> really long, powerful arms, and then a kid from Ohio State, right? There's some Ohio State kids here now, a former Ohio State coach here, Devon Hamilton, who was really playing well last year. They've got a nice rotation of bodies now. Yeah, they have a nice rotation of bodies, and it's really important. You talk about a 3-4 defense. Those interior three have to be stout against the run because ultimately the 3-4 defense is governed and regulated by the people on the outside, those pass rushers, but you can't earn the opportunity to get after the passer until you stop the run on early downs. The hardcore football fans are with us, right? I mean, they love this blood and gut stuff in the middle of the line. But the people who really want to see the, the, the flash and the dash and the sex appeal of, they want to talk about Josh Allen, mm -hmm. who I mentioned to you because he's a teammate of yours. This week, moving through the backs looked like Tony Brackens, the best pass rusher in Jaguars history, which is to say changes and explodes. He's just a powerful player. Yeah, look, he's a powerful player. On every defense, you need at least one guy who can get you double-digit sacks on their own accord. Josh Allen is that guy. Speed, explosiveness, non-stop, relentless motor. He is going to hunt the quarterback. The problem has been the Jaguars haven't given them the opportunity to be able to do that because you can't stop the run on early downs. A beefier front line should give Josh Allen more opportunities to get after the pass. And we know Joe Cullen doesn't mind unleashing the pass rush. Josh Allen could be in line for a big year this year. Everyone likes to rush the passer. Josh Allen is really good at it.
We've got much more ahead here on our scrimmage broadcast on a Sunday morning. So stay with us. There's more Jaguars football right after this. Oh, boy. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Walk a little is going to be a problem. An absolute problem. He is going to be a force on this team. What do you think about the, the thought process of moving Cam Robinson to right tackle or walk a little to right tackle? Uh... I mean, I don't. Uh, that would man. mean your ship has sailed on Jawan Taylor already after two seasons. Yeah, but shit, I think Cam Robinson might not. What if Cam Robinson not on the field? Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Is I would much rather Cam Robinson be the one sitting out and walk a little, and Jawan Taylor starting, considering Jawan Taylor's at least here for another two seasons, bare mm -hmm. minimum. Um, it seems like uh, that's not the thought process, at least with the, the talking heads, though. So maybe Jawan Taylor's not having a, a good enough camp. Who knows? Man, I'll be. Who knows? Were you out there? Ooh, you know it's early. Were you out there? Did they? Uh, they didn't have shoulder pads on, right? You missed. Nah, they just had this. They just had the spider, uh, like the little spider cage thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 But but I mean. You could see, you could still see just Cam looked okay. You know what I'm saying? Didn't look, Walker Little looked better mm -hmm. just moving around, moving around on the field. Right. So I need that fluidity. That's that's the only thing about Cam, stiff. Mm-hmm. Stiff, stiff and bend at the hips. Don't do really, like, I don't know. It just, <sighs> Our boy AJ Dobbins is out there at the field right now. Mm -hmm. AJ Dobson with uh Duval. He just sent me a video. He's out there living it up. Shout out to him. Shout out to Brandon Smith. He's out there with his daughter. Look, if the, look if the feeds cut, if the feeds cut, AJ, we're gonna need some uh we're gonna need, we're gonna need that live stream, boy. Yeah, we're gonna need you to have to tune in. We had to, to come on. Look, you get the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real, I just told him. Because I don't know what I'm going to do if that happens. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be devastated. What, you trying to get back on? You, you want to ask some more questions? All right, come on. He looking like he's trying to get in the camera. Okay, so... Um, so, so you said you weren't sure if the Jags was going to go to the Super Bowl this year. So we have a 17-game season. Did you? I don't know if you heard the NFL upgraded 17 games this year. I did not. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they upgraded 17. So, uh, how many games do you think the Jaguars will win this season? I'm about. In the mic. Don't touch it. Fifteen. 15, 15 and two, Major says. Hold on, let's put it on the board. Put it, on, put the it board. on the board. Put it on the motherfucking board. Major says 15 and two. Now let's jump over to the scrimmage. Mark Lamping, I hate this fucking guy is talking. 
downtown Jacksonville. Can you give us an update? Well, there's a lot of potential downtown Jacksonville to begin with, and a lot happening on so many different levels. We're really excited about the progress we've been making. We've learned a lot. We've been in the community virtually all over, uh, talking to residents and Jaguar fans and getting their input. And, you know, things are progressing. We're, we're making progress. The next two weeks are really key for us as it relates to uh, the stadium in the future. And uh, you know, I know a lot of people have heard this before, but if you're interested in what's going on, go to firstdowntownjacks.com and you'll be able to learn about it and, you know, hopefully uh, like what you see. You can see a lot of transparency if you do go to that website. How has the communication been? How has it been received going into this next couple I tell weeks? I what I've in most of these uh, grassroots. We call them community huddles. And, you know, not everybody can agree on it, on everything. That's, that's an impossible objective to have. But I tell you the one thing that I really felt great about was, you know, whether you, whether people supported what we were doing or not, we all shared one common goal. And that's what that we all want the best thing for this community and all of us that are blessed to live here. So it's, it's been a great process. Brent Marco here with Jaguars team president Mark Lamping. Are you excited for the football part? It's been a long off season. Well, how can you not be? Uh, you know, enjoy the honeymoon while it lasts uh, until they start keeping score. But, you know, there's a tremendous amount of excitement. There's a lot of energy. You see it from the fan base. You know, our fan base has deserved better football for a long, long time. And, you know, hopefully we're on a path to be able to deliver that. Uh, good luck with the project inside the stadium and outside as well. Thank you very much, Brent. Mark Lamping, team president of the Jacksonville Jaguars. More from the Jaguars scrimmage Sunday morning here in Jacksonville, TIAA Bank Field, live on Jaguars.com and Fox 30 coming up. Okay. Okay. Jay cut the cam. Okay, so let's jump back over with Major right quick. Come on. Let's get back to our interview. So you said 15 and 2. 15 and 2, so that means we make the playoffs. Um... I like that. I like that. What do you think? How many touchdowns do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to throw this season? 17. Just 17? You going to throw one touchdown a game? 56. Uh, 56? That's, that's Peyton Manning. That's, a, that's better than Peyton Manning. That's, that's big. How many yards do you think he's going to throw for? 4,000? 3,000? 5,000? Better. 10,000. <laughs> 10,000 yards. And 56 touchdowns, you heard it here first from Major. Um, you you want to give anybody a shout-out while you're on here? I don't know. You just, you just say it right there. You just say it in the mic. Who you want to shout-out? No, you don't. You, it don't matter if they're on here or not. You shout-out your friends. You got, you got a girl. You can shout her out. You shout-out whoever you want, bro. Can I shout-out them? You can shout-out whoever you want, bro. I'd like to shout out Sandy Bailey. <laughs> <Your nana. laughs> he's, he's trying to get brownie points for Christmas. That's what that is. He's trying to get brownie points for Christmas. I love it. I know you. I know you. I see you. I see you. All right, so how do you feel about your upcoming season with the uh, Kenosha Ramblers, man? Are you excited for your first season of football? Yes. Into the mic. Yes. All right, maybe not so loud. Uh <laughs> guys already turned up it's only 923 um now now you're playing tight end and defensive end 
How many sacks do you think you'll get this season? How many times are you going to hit the quarterback in your 10-game season? In the mic. Nine times. Nine sack season. I like it, man. That's a that's a good season. Nine sack season. I'm going with it. I like it. I like I like what sacks. you're doing. Sacks. Okay. Sacks. What the heck? Don't get nasty. Sacks. Saxonville. You wanna wear the chain? Yeah. All right, you're gonna wear the chain. Dude, it, it looks cool dude. There we go. All right. So nine sack season coming from major this season with the Kenosha Ramblers Bantamweights. Um, what what's your what's your plans on offense? Are you gonna catch some touchdowns this year? I'm gonna get the handoffs. And- you gonna run the ball? You not gonna uh, tight end? Maybe we'll run some sweeps. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, Urban Miles on the field with Miles Jack. Let's jump back over. right now with both what they're planning to do to help downtown develop and grow into its future and what they're planning to do with this football team to fill this stadium Sunday after Sunday. Yeah, no, it's a very exciting time. Obviously, the Urban Meyer era, which coincides with the Trevor Lawrence era, there's a lot of excitement brewing. Like, it hasn't been, uh, it's been a long time since we've had something to be really, really excited about in Jacksonville. And I think we, we sense a change when you're around the players, when you're around the team. I think you sense a little different bouncing their step a little more swag and so this is all about urban meyer coming in changing the culture and we can't wait to see it play out on the grass every franchise gets its moment we thought maybe along the way there had been different moments in jaguars history this is this franchise's moment and they're getting ready in front of the fans here about uh, 19,000 people on hand at tiaa bank field on a sunny summer morning to uh, to watch this team we're not showing you we've kind of been dancing around it we're not showing any play-by-play of the game on our broadcast today and urban meyer's got a little advantage and he wants to use it yeah he wants to use it what typically most coaches do their first year in they don't want to show anything to the rest of the league if you put it on the tv broadcast other teams will look at it get an early jump on what the jaguars may be doing so he wants to keep everything inside but today this is really what we call a mock game it's a mock game where they'll go through some situational things to get used to the protocols of how a game day will exist. Because remember, it's been a little while since Urban has been on the sidelines. So understanding how to get situations in, substitutions in, dealing with halftime, all those things you want to rehearse because when you run out for real a little bit next weekend, you want to have all that hashed out so it looks like a good product on the field. So we're not showing that today, but of course next Saturday night, you and I will work the Jaguars game against the Browns. Then they'll play Monday night football against the Saints, and then you and I will finish up the preseason a couple of weeks from now at Dallas. You only have to come halfway across the country from Los Angeles <laughs> to get ready for that one. So there's there's a lot that has to get done, but as you can see, there's plenty of time to get the work done. Yeah, plenty of time to get the work done, but now it's the transition because some players look great doing off-season workouts, other players look great just in training camp, but now it's about to do the real evaluation, which are the games. And so the Cleveland game, the first game, it is really an important game for all of the young players because the depth chart changes after that first game, so that 
first impression leaves a lasting one in the minds of coaches. You want to hit the ground running if you're a player trying to earn a spot on this team. You know, I, I know everyone wants to focus on the quarterback. We've spent most of this broadcast focusing on the quarterback. But in the preseason, I look for whether the football team can run the ball meaning establish what they want to do on offense and whether they can stop the run because if you can do those two building block things well then you can build everything else off of that yeah and also you talk about a preseason it's the first time that you really get a chance to go live in a game and so typically the running game takes a little while to get on track because it's the first time that the big boys have been able to move people off the ball and so you're right you want to look and see who can control the trenches in those preseason games it kind of gives you a glimpse of what the regular season could look like if you have success very very early on well and when you've got a quarterback like this one with a running back like travis atn and, and james robinson play action is a huge part of your of your of your repertoire so yeah absolutely the running game is the young quarterback's best friend i would expect to see the jaguars lean on that early in the season until trevor lawrence gets acclimated to the nfl game There's so much to be excited about with this jacksonville football team right now the cleveland browns come in here you were there last week with the the nfl network it's gonna be a nice test to, out of the gate yeah nice test a very talented roster from the browns this will let us and the Jaguars coaches know what they're dealing with with their team as they stack up against the Browns. All right, so we're going to go watch the Jaguars play. You come join us next Saturday night right here and watch the Jaguars play as we start preseason action against the Cleveland Browns. For Bucky Brooks, for Brent Martineau, and our entire broadcast team, thanks for spending part of your summer Sunday morning with us. And get ready for a great 2021, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. What you want? Well, that was a fucking letdown. Can't hear you. I said I'm so fucking mad right now. Yeah, that was a fucking letdown. That's bullshit. All right, we need some of our. Is anybody there? We need live theaters. <sighs> Robert, I feel you, bro. I know Jay feel the same way right now. I know, I know, bro. That's terrible. Robert says he should have went. It's terrible. Oh my god! A competitive event. You got Cleveland in a preseason game next week. What type of competitive? It's a fucking preseason game. What a competitive advantage are you gonna give Cleveland, bro? Like, what are we talking about? Ah! <laughs> I know. Drum roll, bro. That's bullshit. I mean, you only look like 10 minutes from the stadium. You supposed, you know, you might as well just jet over. You got mm -hmm. your tickets. You'll be in that bitch. You'll be in the stadium within 20 minutes. They won't even have their pads on yet. They was just going to get dressed. I don't think I'll get there in time, dog. Yeah. Fuck, man. There go Jimbo. Jimbo, what's up, man? Yeah, this is this is bullshit. The TV coverage of the scrimmage is just a bunch of people talking and players standing around. They didn't tell the whole story. You have to be at the stadium to see. Oh, man. Jaguar, let's go. I'm reading what Jerry's saying. Oh, my God. You know, I'm finna message 
Gonna message a couple of my guys. See if I can get something. You know, they just would have said that out the gate. If they just would have said that out the gate, he wouldn't be so mad. Oh, go Falcons, yeah, man. Uh, uh, shout out to Julio. Fuck the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I want to hear that shit. Bro, they not showing any of the scrimmage on the stream. Mm-hmm. Trying to get us some... Uh... I'm trying to get some live footage. I'm trying. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to get some live footage. Cause now I'm salty. Mm-hmm. Now I'm salty. Now I'm fucking mad. November twenty eighth. Remember that. November, bro. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> the Falcons. We're not worried about the Falcons. They build it as a live stream of the scrimmage. Yeah, that's you know, and he said it. That's what's that's what's corny. And Sexton was like, we've kind of danced around it, uh, but we won't be showing the scrimmage. What? The fuck do you mean you danced around it? No, you just blatantly didn't tell nobody. You was real, real. mm, mm. They showed an hour of Sexton and Bucky Brooks talking. Yeah. That's what they did. That's all that was. I mean, shout out to Bucky Brooks, former Jag, but still, I mean, I want to see I want to see Trevor throw the ball. Because mm-hmm. so. I don't even know if I'm going to go to the first preseason game. But you, got a, you got a smoothie? Yeah, I had a smoothie emergency. What they the strawberry, blueberries? Strawberry. Almond milk. Mm-hmm. Unsweetened. Yeah. A little bit of uh, kale. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get right? Oh, no. That's the, that's the regular smoothie, man. It's good. Okay. Okay. Is that some mango? Pineapple? Little mango. Mm-hmm. Well, my whole vibe is fucked right now. My whole vibe is shot. I can't even go at the... Fu- I don't even want to, like, let's go ham on the Falcons guy right now. I'm just yes. salty. I'm salty. I feel like they bamboozled me. I feel like they bamboozled me. And we have, bro, the, the view count just shot up because everybody looking for a place to watch. I'll tell y'all now, currently tuned in. I've We're got trying. a couple of people currently at the scrimmage who are <clears> supposed <throat> to live stream. The moment their live stream starts, we will share it into this stream and uh hopefully it'll be good enough quality footage for us to get something out of it fuck mm-hmm. i'm mad as hell right now bro and look somebody said hi yo i'm telling you stick around give us about 10 minutes i'm trying to get a stream for you guys and we'll watch this shit together they just could have came out of bit honest jay they could have yeah. kept it a stack they didn't have to they didn't have to lie or not lie i'm sorry they didn't have to evade by saying you know, oh, we we stream in the script. No, you're not. You're screaming. Yeah, you're screaming figured, game, big I kinda, dog. I kind of figured that, but uh, excuse me. At the same time, I was just like, damn, y'all not gonna show. 
We're not gonna show nothing. They ain't show no drills. Yeah. You flashed in and out of some drills while I listened to Sexton and Bucky talk. Yeah, that's it. I can't do this shit, man. <clears throat> I'm angry. I am fucking angry. But hey, shout out to everybody currently streamed in with us. Uh, go ahead and make sure you click that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. This is the Livest Jaguar podcast on the motherfucking planet. I promise you that. And this is, this is your first time tuning in. I'm sorry we don't have the stream yet. We are currently trying to grab another uh, live stream and get it up here for you since we all got bamboozled today. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers, man. I am salty. So, did they say Urban didn't want to air it at the end of the stream? Yeah. So, what they uh, they said apparently Urban Meyer is trying to not give any competitive advantage. So, what my question is who are you giving a competitive advantage to? Cleveland? Because you got a preseason game against Cleveland next week, dog. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, next Saturday against Cleveland, you about to put it out there anyway. Yeah. So why do this now to us, to your fans? Like, Jacksonville has to understand that you have you, – you played in London so goddamn much. You have an international fan base. Yeah. You have fans that don't live in the area. We can't just show up to the script. Bro, yeah, don't do me. this. See, because even, so even with the preseason game next week – I think it's like I said. I don't go. I don't plan on going to the game because I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I think next Friday I'm gonna I'm gonna go get that poison put in my arm. So I'm gonna chill out. They're doing that week. right now. You might as well go to the stadium now. You can still catch some of the scrimmage. They doing it at the stadium. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm probably set my appointment for Friday, and then um, I'm just gonna stream the. I'm just gonna stream the. Um, I got Paramount Plus, and I watch the local. See, I don't know what. On Fox, they don't let you watch the local. For some reason, I was on the app on my phone. They wouldn't let me watch the little special. So, um, but on Paramount, I can. I'm pretty sure I can. I can stream the game. I can just share my screen. Uh, I, I, can, I can. I can stream uh, YouTube TV, and we can do that as well. Okay. Who's your, oh, your, it started. It's working again. Yeah, yeah, yeah we good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I had to fix it this morning. I was. I was concerned this morning. <coughs> Robin says, I just be happy to see Dots moving. Jets had shitty, fuzzy blogs. Uh, Wilson has had a lot of bad days, and their D is that good. The Jets are terrible. Robin. Yeah. The Jets are bad, bad. I don't think anybody expects the Jets to be good, though. The Jets are one of the worst teams in the league, and they, they really didn't generate uh, any influx of talent, rather, in free agency. They didn't go and grab a bunch of guys. It's going to be a slow rebuild out there with New York. This is a very unique situation here in Jacksonville. We've said that a million times on the show. A very unique situation with a rebuild that could actually be a, a worst-to-first scenario mm-hmm. if you if you really look at it because well, you got an well, entire staff. If things start, and especially if things keep lining up, if things keep lining up for us, that's injury this guy, injury that guy, sexual Sus- assault charge this guy. Yeah, suspension here, hurt here, retire here, uh, reg- like anything like money laundering. Yeah, so you never you never know what the hell is going to happen. So I don't really um yeah. So like I said, if not worse to first, I mean it could be from worse to first in the division. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they say Tim Tebow has reported today. Tim Tebow is back uh, from his illness. DJ Chalk is the only player uh, currently that I see that is still out from their little um, injury situation. Um. Yeah, they say Josh Allen isn't playing. And he's not there. He took a personal day. Um, I'm not sure if that's for the kids or what. Uh, They got y'all with the scrimmage being streamed last year, too. E. Dilla just said on Twitter, motherfucker, man. 
Same thing they season fixed. Everyone out like they're about to show the scrimmage. Shout out Brett, man. Everybody currently tuned in. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know you're looking for a place to watch the scrimmage. We're trying to get some links right now. We got we got some people there currently in the building. When they start, they're going to start a live stream for us, and then we will link it. Um, so, yeah, stay with us. Also, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, at Minuteal Podcast. Uh, check out the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, Minuteal Podcast. You can join our Facebook group. That's Minuteal Podcast. Real simple, man. You can find us everywhere currently uh rocking on all channels so make sure you keep rocking with us if you on the youtube go back check out the interview with jimmy smith go check out the interview with richard collier go check out the interview with uh tom mcmanus go check out the interview with uh shit aj dobson he was just on with the duval where we got this dope ass hat you know check out the interviews with everybody greg huntington the original jaguar mangler we we, we we get them on all the time man so if this is your first time rocking with us make sure you go check out the channels get it in get it in get it in um, but yeah, so they they're going crazy on Twitter right now. They are pissed. People are pissed. People are pissed. Mitchell takes first rep of team in seven on seven. Oh no, no! I need to stream right fucking now. Y'all tripping? Hold on, man! I need to stream right now. <laughs> y'all think because y'all just get to be there that I ain't about to blow y'all shit up? Uh, I'm about to lose friends today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gonna give me a fix? You gonna give me a motherfucking fix? <laughs> Timmy starting at tight end. Timmy should be starting at tight end. Fuck out of here. How about that? Fuck you, Falcons. Motherfucking Falcons. Trevor Lawrence to Jalen Charlesy, medium run over the middle. Jones, ball caught behind. Oh, AJ talking about they asked us not to record or take photos. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I don't forget. Mm, mm, mm. It's going to be one of those days, bro. It's about to be one of these days, dog. Justin, what up, man? I'm trying, bro. Brett, what's going on, man? He said CJ Henderson out for a personal day. CJ out again. He was back yesterday. He's out again. What the fuck is going on with CJ, bro? James Robinson was among the first out of the field. Looks like he's giving it a go. I'm hearing they're not even padding up. That's what AJ just said. There's no pads. Mm. He said they just out there in spiders. Oh man. Well, I'm, I'm scouring goddamn snap. I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> everywhere, bro. You know, Snapchat got the little uh the map thing. I'm just scouring. Shout out Jack that. Nation Vaughn for the follow. Shout out Jack Nation Vaughn. Boy, oh man. Ah, oh, see damn. Yeah. Somebody somebody's gonna be on Snapchat showing some of these goddamn players. Gotta be. Gotta be. That shit, that little, the, the map on Snapchat is on fire. Look, I'm about to look on, I'm about to look on, I'm about to look on Instagram and then look in the, the GPS. Robert, 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 Robert says depression is a bitch referring to CJ. I know we talked about this previously, right? We talked about this on the show a while back. We had heard things. Um, something, something has to be going on with CJ. There has to be something going on. 
I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's physical. I don't know if it's his, his dedication to ball. I don't know if it's family. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Tilda Smith situation. I, I don't know what the fuck it is. But something is clearly going on with C.J. Henderson. Um, one thing I found really odd was the and, – and they talked about it a little bit on uh, 1010, and I heard it, and I was like, yeah, that, that does seem weird to me. It was the, uh, the movement of the, the bike. How they kept moving the bike he was on. They were putting mm-hmm. him on this bike multiple days, and they're moving it to different areas. They have him right there in front of the media, right there in front of the fans, or, or over here in the end zone where everybody can see. Almost wh- whether they were trying to show people, hey, he's here in a positive way, like, hey, CJ's out here, don't worry, or and, and trying not to hide him, or if they were trying to put him out there like, yeah, almost like an embarrassment is the way they put it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on with CJ. I know that I'm not that concerned, though. Like, I'm not. I'm concerned for his personal well-being. I'm not concerned for us as a football team. If CJ Henderson doesn't walk out week one as a starter, I'm not concerned. Because I think Tyson Campbell is more than capable of being cornerback, too. And Sidney Jones is more than capable of being cornerback, too. And Trey Herndon is more than capable of being a nickel. And Chris Claybrooks could be a nickel. I mean, we have we we have a, a an abundance of defensive backs. Mm-hmm. So if you were to tell me that we're gonna miss one of them and it's not Shaq Griffin, please never that. Then uh, I'm not that concerned. I'm really not that concerned. <sighs> How about the Tavon Austin thing though? How does he step off the plane and get this much work this quick? They say yesterday he had numerous catches. He was taking handoffs on jet sweeps. Like he stepped off the plane. Nudy Nader was already cooking. I don't know what it says. Is they got they got orange. They got apple. You can get um, like some mango kind. Uh, what else? Um, shit. Yeah. <laughs> What the My, fuck is you talking about? <laughs> I, said they, I said they got orange, and they got apple, they got mango, you can get pineapple, the pineapple one that comes in the can. What are we talking about? We're talking about juice, man. Use your noggin. I can't deal with you, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, especially because I forgot what the fuck I just asked you because I'm looking down reading Twitter. So I really talking about Tavon Austin. Oh, okay, bro. I totally <laughs> forgot. I'm reading Twitter right now. Pete Prisco, <laughs> Pete Prisco from CBS is mad as fuck. <laughs> Pete Prisco's going off right now. What the hell? He's about to go off tomorrow on his show. So he says, uh, Trevor Lawrence with a dime. I want to see the dime. I don't want you to tell me Trevor Lawrence threw a fucking dime. I want to see the shit. Zach Wilson is 11 of 24 for 112 yards and two interceptions today. On seven drives, they led to three points and two picks and four punts. At least we're not the Jets. Jags fans who are here right now looking for the scrimmage to blink the same way we are, at least we're not the fucking Jets. At least if we hop on Twitter and read right now, we are not seeing that. Holy shit. Holy shit. Nice would-be touchdown throw from C.J. Bedford to Jeff Cotton Jr. Got behind the defense. <laughs> C.J.'s still there, huh? <laughs> How long till C.J.'s not there anymore? Oh, God. 
salty. I'm salty. I'm salty. Yeah, I'm. I'm Somebody give me a laugh. Somebody give me a laugh. I know motherfuckers are scared, though. They're scared to get put out, bro. They're scared to get put out. Come on, man. Do it for the. (laughs) Do it for the. (laughs) Do it for the minute till, man. Oh my God. Who is this? Mm. I'm dying over here. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm sinking with the ship, dog. I'm sinking. UCF is there. I know UCF is there, and I think he brought his camera. I think he brought that big ass cannon in because he was talking about bringing this big ass cannon in. They ain't let him do that if that's the case. But he you saw should. other people with the big cams in there, like in the crowd. So he's like, yeah. he's, he's like screenshot it, circled it in the picture, said, Yep, I'm bringing mine in. Uh, you know, I don't play that shit because I ain't trying to walk all the way back to the car. <laughs> I don't even risk shit like that. He said, Don't he got to say, he got a GoPro. He tripping. Because I yeah. just had that bitch like on my. Chest on my head, or so you know what I'm saying, or had them to clip to me and just, ugh. yeah. Uh, we, we're drowning right here, man. We're drowning. We're drowning. Ah, motherfucker, man. Okay, well, again, yeah. appreciate y'all for tuning in. You <laughs> had the live stream up. We had the live stream up, like I'm sure all of you did. We was watching it together, like I'm sure all of you did. I know you see me waiting to get on the show. I don't see you waiting to get on shit, because I'm looking for a motherfucking link to stream. Not talk to your ass today. Goddamn, Stone Cold. They planning on installing new plays each week. Rawls, that's what I'm saying. So my, my problem is, how the fuck are you giving a competitive advantage to somebody when you have a preseason game coming up? You have a preseason game coming up next week. So who's getting the competitive advantage? The Cleveland Browns in a meaningless preseason game? Apparently. You don't want to give a competitive advantage to Cleveland? Because you're about to run plays against... (laughs) Make it make sense. Make it make sense. You don't have to show nothing. Make it make sense. They got us. They got us good, man. They got us good. Shout out Jack Nation Vaughn interacting on Twitter. They got us good. This one here. This is the Doug Marone of scrimmages. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jaguars are not in pads for the most heavily attended practice of the season. Shorts and helmets. On so a positive note, Minshew just completed a sideline pass to the old number fifteen, Tim Tebow, that drew mild applause. Shout out Sean for the subscribing. Um. Seven on seven, Minshew the Tebow fans loved it. Mm. How about Minshew's presser? Did you listen to it yet? Um, a little bit of it, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. Shout out to him, man. Yeah. Shout out to him for for handling this properly. And I think it's about time that a lot of these folk came back and apologized because they was real vocal on the fact there was no chance that hell Minshew would be here, and I was a fucking idiot for thinking that Urban Meyer would allow that polarizing figure in the locker room and issue and the cancer that he would be, and blah, blah. Fuck out of here. I told y'all Gardner Minshew would be a backup quarterback. There was no chance that hell Gardner Minshew wasn't going to be here. 
unless, of course, an offer came through that was for like a third, fourth round pick minimum, they would not be trading Gardner Minshew. It is a great insurance policy to have one of the best backups in football on your roster, especially if he's not disgruntled. Now, I understand the thoughts that he may be disgruntled, but they were acting as though Mitchell was Tim Tebow with the polarizing, or uh, Colin yeah. Kaepernick with the with the media circus. So, like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, that's other people. That's just other people just liking how how he just is himself. Bro, he's not trying to. Like, I don't know. It's- AJ Dobson over there with the nine oh four uh, with the do vault. He uh he gave the hat. He gave Mitchell a hat yesterday. Mm-hmm. Made him a custom hat, jean, a custom jean yeah, hat, uh, yeah. denim. With the with the with the OG logo and whatnot. That's all right. So those of y'all currently tuned in, if you don't know, man, you can get you one of these fly ass hats right here from uh, AJ Dobson over there at the Do Vault. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at the Do Vault D U V A U L T, um, and check him out. He's also on Facebook as well, and website for purchases www.theduvault.bigcartel. Dot com. You can get you some dope-ass hats. He probably has some out there at the scrimmage today. But if you're watching, that means you're not at the fucking scrimmage today, just like we're not. Because we got bamboozled. Yeah. We got fucking bamboozled. Now we sitting here. We all refreshing our phones like a motherfucker. Oh, God. See? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to see. Anything. Yeah, they shit, but they, yeah, they, they some dirty dogs, man. Why would you not be in pads? Yeah. Why would you do a scrimmage without shoulder pads? Why would? Why would you cap to this? <laughs> like, why would you? Know, like, why would you lie? Like, you just capped out for what? I'm mad. They definitely pulled a fast one. Ah, damn. Yeah, they pulled a fast one, bro. How would, like you said, why did why they even have all this big ass production? They got uh Shaq Griffin and Sidney Jones are outside a corner. Herndon is in the slot at the moment. Herndon playing nickel. They're running eleven on elevens right now. Lawrence is out there getting first team reps. Jiff boy, that's what we're working on right now, man. Um so we all got bamboozled. They cut the stream on us. So we got people in the stadium. We're trying to get their link and stream it here. What up, Spurville? And we'll stream it here to you guys. That's what we're working on right now. Apparently, they are cracking down on people videoing, though. And if they see a phone up, they're tripping. They don't want photos or videos right now. Um, the number two offense versus the number one defense. That's crazy. Hmm. I mean, I understand. So Trevor Lawrence has the number two offense right now, and they're going up against the number one defense. Why do you do that? Why is that a thing? Can you make that make sense? Anybody? Anybody tune in? Why? Why do you run out the number twos versus the number ones? Or are we just looking at the you're, you're looking at the defense here? Is that what this is about? You don't want to go ones-on-ones? Who doesn't go ones-on-ones? I don't understand. Now, if you're working on install, you run scout team. That makes sense. 
But if we have a scrimmage game-like situation right now, why would you not run ones versus ones? This isn't Iron Man football. <sighs> Ain't nobody I, playing both ways, Jay. What are they trying yeah. to protect? I don't know what they're trying to protect. I don't know. Number two's trying to make the shit. The number two's on the team. The number yeah. threes, fours, and fives are trying to make the fucking team. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Minshew checks down to J-Rob on the first play. Offense at the 25, second, and five. Mm. I don't mm. think – we're, we're not having any fucking luck right now, man. Those of y'all currently tuned in, make sure you click that subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. If you're new to the channel, we appreciate y'all for jumping on. We're trying to get another link so we can stream it right here with y'all. Russ said we have 10 number twos. That's a fact. We got a ton of fucking receivers, of course. But uh, we're trying to get that link up so we can go ahead and stream it right here. If we get it back up, we will. And we'll all tune in together. Fuck the bamboozle. But Jacksonville Jaguars are currently on the field right now at TIA Bayfield uh, with no shoulder pads on, which is odd. And they are currently in 11 on 11. With Trevor Lawrence and the, the twos going up against the number one defense. Uh, Josh Lambeau hit a 65-yarder this morning. Look at that shit. Um, hilarious. My guy. He's back. So we're working to get you to stream up. But make sure you guys go ahead. Click that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Minuteal Podcast. Facebook group, Minuteal Podcast. Join the group. Get in with us. We bring you Jaguar content at all. Uh, the, the livest Jaguar content every week. Tuesdays, Tuesday Trash Talk. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Then we come Fridays, 7 p.m. Eastern time with our regular show. You can check out previous episodes on the YouTube. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to go back and look, we've got the interview with Jimmy Smith. We've got the interview with Richard Collier, the interview with Tom McManus, the interview with Greg Huntington, uh, everybody, man. So make sure you check it out. Tune into what we had before. And always stay tuned in every week. If you click the bell, you'll get notified when we go live. And you could be right here with us. I promise you there's nobody better. When it comes to bringing you that Duval only content, so oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, P. Prisco talking <laughs> shit. If a team really wanted to see what the Jaguars were doing, they send a relative to write things down. Not that yeah. hard. All they had to do was pre-register. Paranoia is amazing. I, you know, I don't fucking like Pete Prisco either, but I agree with Pete Prisco right now. Like, what are we talking about? Wide receiver Josh Hammonds with the first snag and team drills for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, because what's stopping somebody to doing what I did when I was at the practice? Having a fucking lapel mic and just going crazy and telling, just yeah. saying everything. Exactly. Yo, oh, yeah, 7 That's like how the people are tweeting, 707, da 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 Right. I'm the picture. I mean, and it's like I said, it's not hard to – man, they make, gla- they make glasses that record. Like, I can have all my sunglasses. Like there's if the people if, trust me if, if they want if espionage is what they're worried about there's no way to stop espionage. Bro. Not at all. John Shipley says third and one. Trevor Lawrence gets the first down on a completion to Josh Hammonds. Um, Minshew was incomplete on fourth down with Wingard in coverage. Great play by thirty two in a slot. Great pass breakup on third and five. Tyson Campbell. Yes, that's Tyson Campbell. Tyson Campbell sighting. Mm, Treadwell dropped a touchdown in the end zone from Minshew. Oh, Tug. Uh, looks like they plan to keep score today. So it looks like we have the defense have one. Offense has zero. Offense was in teal, right? Yeah, defense was in white. 
Lawrence warming up with Tyler Shatley. Norwell still not able to be out there, so Barch is in the left guard. Okay. How do you feel about the offensive line situation now? With 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 Ben Barch getting a ton of reps. Now I know he's obviously not gonna take the job from Andrew Norwell. And I know that you're, you're the wrong person to talk to about Andrew Norwell, but Big Ben Barch looks huge, bro. Yeah, I knew he, bro, I figured he would be a star in by at least year three. Just because I know he, he was a what he wasn't a he wasn't a lineman. He was a tight end, right? And then he started putting on the weight and the muscle on the size and going he crazy. Was playing, he was playing O line at a D three school. Yeah. But that dedication, that's the picture I'd be like. I'm like, oh yeah, this motherfucker's not gonna stop. He's just gonna continue to work to where he gets to like because I've already seen where he came from and like the transition and the buy everything. I'm like, yeah, he looks like he's he's ready to go crazy. But yeah, it's huge, bro. Mm-hmm. It's those smoothies, it's those Gatorade and peanut butter and oh, whatever great smoothies that that motherfucker be drinking. Yeah, Barch looks Barch looks jacked, bro. Barch looks yeah. jacked. Walker Little looks massive. Cam looks good. Cam looks like he's in good shape. The yeah. old line as a whole looks good. They um, all look big and I mean they, they look strong. They looked apart. Yeah. They looked apart finally. Three straight incompletions in goal to go situation for Minshew. Ends in a Josh Lambeau field goal. This is bullshit. No one wants to see CJ Bedford throw ducks. Apparently, CJ's throwing some ducks. <laughs> Come on, man. Motherfuckers. You know what I haven't done? I haven't hopped in any of the any of the groups. I'm sure. I'm sure I'd have been tagged already if somebody had something. They said no play-by-play, so other teams won't see it. Da, 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 da. We legitimately have the worst media, social media team in the league. Facts. Um, mm. Nothing, bro. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Can looks like he gets winded in practice. Can, uh. Ooh, AJ Can. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, look at Timmy on the out route. Who threw that? Minshew. When the video came out. Nah, that's from that's from pre. That's from before. I don't want to excite y'all. That's from before. Disappointed as Jags fans. Look, man, they are livid. Everybody is devastated. I mean, the groups are going crazy. I apologize to everybody who tuned in, hoping they would see the scrimmage. Um, everybody who I've reached out to that's currently in the stadium is afraid to uh, to, to stream for us. They're scared they're going to get kicked out. Apparently, they got security going around, checking anybody, you know, telling them to put their phones up if they got their phone out, looking like they're videoing. Um. Man, this sucks. 
I wish we had Jay in the stadium with the lapel mic on. Because bare minimum, we could get some play-by-play. Bare minimum, we could get some fucking play-by-play. Yeah, they uh, played. We got played. Yeah. We got played. Oh, my God, maybe Irvin Meyer is a, is a fraud. Fuck. <laughs> That's the media department, bro. <laughs> I get it as a coach, B. I get it as a coach. I get it. I understand. I get it. You got to be extra cautious. I feel you. But, bro, just don't promote it this way. Don't come out and say, hey, we're we're streaming the scrimmage. No, you're not. You're streaming the pre-scrim. You're not even streaming the drills. You got two fellas talking. You're showing highlights and clips throughout training camp, and then randomly, as you go to a commercial break, you are flashing over to a drill or two. Then y'all don't even got pads on. Urban came out and said, our real scrimmage, he said, he said we had a huge scrimmage yesterday. He said that during his interview. He said they were in full pads. Today is just the spiders. Keep this on keeping the suspense, man. But I mean, I guess, bro. It's just we all know. I mean, I, I, I feel like we knew in the back of our minds that we weren't going to be able to see it. But just like I said, if we build it that way, like, bro, at least let us see something. Like, Wait let us see one. Let us see one play. Breaking news. Breaking news. Whoa. We had the big scrimmage yesterday. What are you so scared to show today? Exactly, downshifted. I'm telling you, bro. Um, big news. QB1 Ty Jackson is at training camp. Mm-hmm. Is that He's at the scrimmage right now. Yeah. I'm trying to get him on. Mm-hmm. If I can get Ty. Oh, he, he just read. Hold on. I'm asking him now, fellas. Is he at the bank? I think we can get a little bit of something if we can get Todd in that terrible-ass cell phone. <laughs> I ain't going to give Todd no shit if he does this. Boy, this is crazy. This, you know how this, this – depending on, on Todd's coverage. How far we have fallen. Oh, my God. How far we have fallen. <laughs> Come on, Todd. Action Jackson. We'll, we'll even play your intro. Right. <laughs> we'll give you the intro slot right now, Todd. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. They not wearing pads. There's no contact. I know, Jerry. This shit is crazy, dog. Nah, I'm headed to get my baby boy from QB camp. The school had practice here. How? God damn it. You posted on Facebook and said you was going to check out the scrimmage, Todd. <sighs> all that, all that angst. Definitely not playing. Not playing your music, Todd. No intro. I'm leaving Todd on red. I'm leaving Todd on red. <laughs> nope. I'm not responding to Todd. Ain't this about a bitch, Jerry Brown? We got bamboozled, Jerry. It's fake news. Today's scrimmage was supposed to be huge. Supposed to be huge. Huge. 
Huge. I, I, like, won't, I won't. You don't understand. I woke up at 6.45 to take a piss. I lay back down, and I'm just laying there. And I can't, I can't go back to sleep. I'm like, bro, I'm so excited. I'm about to. I have shoes on right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I could be, you know, we could zoom this shit up from the waist down, be wearing, you know, some, some drawers. No, I got dressed like I was going to go to the actual game. I put on my, my game day shoes, my teal and black brands, the ones I bought just for the draft and shit. I put those on. I got dressed, dressed. I took a shower. I smell good. I brushed my teeth. Mm-hmm. I did all of this just for the scrimmage. Just for the fucking scrimmage. Just to be let down. Just to watch the motherfucking pre-show. Ah, fuck Brian Sexton. It's better than Frank Frangie. Uh, see, I'm an asshole. I like Frank Frangie. Frank Frangie is the worst play-by-play guy I've ever heard. Oh no, yeah, not that. No, not for play-by-play. <laughs> okay, that's what I mean. No, 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 no. I don't Give like me Sexton's play-by-play yeah, play yeah, yeah, over Frank. Yeah. But I, I like I like listening to Frankie on the radio because he's he's just an old curmudgeon. I like that. I can do that. I like, but I like Prosser too, though. So like I say I, I don't care. I don't know. I'm a young old nigga, man. So I feel like I just gotta. <laughs> I can I can see that shit, bro. I'm like, cause people be getting on my nerves too, bro. And mm. fuck that. I'm about to just let y'all know how I feel. <laughs> they need to hold auditions for the play by. I should be play by play guy. Mm. My play by plays would be crazy. Mm. My energy on the play by play. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Get out of it. Thank God I got some platinum OG to keep me calm. Look, Robert over there. He trying to he trying to he trying to sweet talk Jay. That's what he trying to do. Talking about that platinum OG over there. Bro, my play by play would be what are you talking about? Trevor Lawrence drops back to pass. He's got DJ Chark down the field. He hits DJ Chark. DJ Chark's at the 50. Chark at the 40. Chark at the 30. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence to DJ Chark on a 65-yard completion as the Jags beat the Titans. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Friends, you can't match me, dog. He ain't got it. He ain't got he that. He got it. He got to keep that same energy. He ain't I'm not got it. <laughs> that boy snapping. Chris Manhurts, did you see Chris Manhurts press conference? Bro, play it. You can play it. Play it. We got some. We still got let's, twenty minutes. Let's play. Twenty minutes or so. <laughs> let's fucking play. It. I don't want to. I don't want to play it. <laughs> I want to watch the goddamn <laughs> motherfucker, man. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to get a Jaguar social media account. Another view right now. Trevor now in with the starting offense. Big game to Ellison to start out. <laughs> Ellison, how about that? Big moan from the Jacksonville Jaguar crowd when Cottrell dropped the kick return. Get Cottrell the fuck out of here. You drop yeah, a kick return, you get the fuck out of here. He got tripped up earlier, too, in an in a 11-on-11 situation. So it's like maybe he just got some nerves and people there. I mean, Who was on the team last year? Everyone getting upset about uh, no 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 that's not Jay related. Uh, one handed grab, one handed grab by Tebow. Uh, Josh Lambeau, fifty-seven yarder. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tebow with the one handed grab. Let's go, rookie receiver Jalen Camp with a nice snag on a wobbly throw by Bedford. 
Bruh, do you know how bad Tony Khan makes me? <laughs> the entire Jacksonville Jaguar <laughs> fan base is all on Twitter. And you talking about some fucking Mad stuff. as fuck. And you talking about Fulham! Yeah. Fuck out of here, bitch. <sighs> this dude is always tweeting the wrong shit at the wrong time. Agnew takes the kick return. Could have been a big one in live situations. Guy is a stud. Of course, we knew that. We knew that. Tebow being blanketed in coverage. Looks like he's running in quicksand. That's very different than the other tweets. That's the thing. You don't know what these tweets. You get. You start reading tweets from people, and you realize that 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 the bias shines through so much because you could read a tweet about the same play from two different people. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. It gives off a completely different narrative. Mm. Damn. How are they hiding Tebow's one-handed catch? That's not right, bro. Exactly. Jags go five wide. Free rusher precious T-Law, and he throws an errant pass. Incomplete third and nine. Okay. Okay. Jets fans out there, they're doing their scrimmage today, too, apparently. They shit empty as fuck. <laughs> I wonder how many people they have reported there, because that looks empty. These are Jets. Yeah. Um Ben Ellison with a snag and a flag from Lawrence went for a big game. I think he should be the fourth side end. Trevor Lawrence to Colin Johnson for a gain of 12. Looked like a deep ball out on 39. Okay, okay. Oh, wait. Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith. What Brandon Smith doing? Lawrence to Treadwell for a huge gain. I'm telling you, Laquan Treadwell going to fuck around and make this team. Mm. Treadwell is going to fuck around and make this team. Every single day. All I'm hearing is huge things. He better take advantage of this opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Whose spot does he take? How many fucking wide receivers are you going to keep? Hey, this is, so Agnew is going to be a little kick return. So if they plan on keeping Tavon Austin? I don't know. Maybe they're going to hide him on the practice squad. Because you know you can put vets on there and you can, you can protect certain ones. So we got, Mar- so we got Marvin, DJ, Visco, mm-hmm. Colin Johnson. Am I still screen sharing? Oh, it's not on. Okay. Uh, Colin Johnson. Y'all about to see all my porn hub. Uh, uh, I'm trying to pull up. Uh, Jay, oh, I'm, pull, I'm Jay, pulling up. Uh, ah, fuck me. Jalen Camp. Uh-huh. Now I'm pulling up our what we what we said. We, yeah, that's five. And then the guy that did it brought in like two more guys, and then plus Lacontra as well, and Taylor. So that's like eight. 
Mm-hmm. And there's eight or nine receivers in camp right now. Maybe ten. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Sheets? I did it in Google Sheets. Yeah, there we go. The way too early. Who is this? I just got noted. Hold on. We're going to bring on Steve Boston for a second. Stone Cold Steve Boston. He not got sound? Nope. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> all that, all that bitch, you ain't got no motherfucking sound. You ain't got no mother. Get your ass out of here. All that trying to get on the show, and he ain't got no audio. He's drunk. You, you, you're drunk, Stone Cold. <laughs> you're drunk. You about to you gotta try to come out and come back in or fix your set and something wrong. Your mic ain't working. How about come back in after you fix it? All right, so I got to so hold on, so hold on. So wide receiver positions that we have in camp. Yes. There is Jalen Camp, mm-hmm. DJ Chark, mm-hmm. Farrell Cooper, mm-hmm. Philip Dorsett, mm-hmm. Josh Hammond, mm-hmm. Joshy Matter Bebe, mm-hmm. Colin Johnson, mm-hmm. Robert Jones, uh-huh. Tim Jones, Yep. Yep. Chenault, that's 11. 11. That is the most by far of any position on our team. Try now, Stone Cold. Can you hear me? Hey, there he is. All right. <laughs> All right, there you go. They got us, Stone Cold. They bamboozled us. I had a feeling they were going to do that shit because they did that shit last year. I'm salty. I'm salty. So, hold on. Give me the wide receivers again. One more time for the people in the back. Oh, shit. I didn't want to click on that. Okay, so the deepest position is 17. Which is who? D-line. If you count okay. D-ends. D Makes uh, sense. I kind of I kind of dropped that. Uh, well, yeah, D-line and D-ends. And then... Lawrence DeBisco for a touchdown. Lawrence DeBisco for a touchdown. Right. Offensive line is 14. And receivers are 11. So... 11 got, wide receivers. Yeah. So we got Jamal Agnew, Tavon Austin... Jalen Camp, DJ Chart, Farrell Cooper, Philip Dorsett, Damn Josh it. Hammond. Cooper, Dorsett, Hammond, uh. The Matter Baby. Uh huh. Colin Johnson. Uh huh. Marvin Jones. Uh huh. Tim Jones. Yep. LaVisca Chanel. LaCroix mm-hmm. Treadwell. Tread. Bro, so who you cutting? How do you? How many of these motherfuckers do you keep? Because at the end of the day, Urban Meyer said this is all about wins and losses. This is why he has it to wear. Uh, where can I buy an Urban Flyer shirt? Whoa, yo! I might get on the press right now and get some Urban Flyer shirt. <laughs> hey, listen. Tweet at Minuteal Pod. Tweet right now at Minuteal Pod if you want an Urban Liar shirt made. I will design an Urban Liar shirt today and press <laughs> all those bitches and ship them out tomorrow. Let me know if you want an Urban Liar shirt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would be hilarious. Hey, look, kids got to get school shopping, man. You know, I got to pay the bills. Agnew, Austin, Camp, Chark, Cooper, Dorset, Hammond, Bebe. Johnson, Jones, Jones again, Visca, Tread. That's so, 11 fucking receivers. I think we probably keep seven. 
Seven. I, I agree with that. What really pisses me off is that they don't have like a separate because you got your special team positions in kicker, punter, long snapper. Why can't you have a position that's just for return, man? Because we're not going to see Agnew as a receiver. He's just going to be kick return and punt return. I mean, I think that's how they're going to. That's how they're going to. It might gadget him. That's how they're going to have him in the roster. So that's why I'm saying I think we're going to keep seven. Now, that would, I would take him off and then that would be seven. So I would still say six from this list. So I would, it would be like, still, I would be still getting rid of four. I saw, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still getting rid of four. Like, so I'm getting Tim Jones the fuck out of here. Tim Jones is out of here. Uh, Farrell Cooper, I'm probably going to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hammond? You like Hammond. You're a Florida boy. Well, who would you put on the practice squad? I would put Hammond, Ham, I would put Hammond on the practice squad. Hammond and Bebe? And either and matter baby on the practice squad, and I'm cutting cutting Farrell Cooper and Tim Jones, and we're just going to have to roll with Camp. That's Charlie. still nine. Well, Agnew's gone. I mean, so it's still eight. And then um, uh, I probably put Austin or something. I honestly, uh, shit, no. Nah, they, uh, they could hide Tavon Austin on the practice squad. They'd probably get rid of uh, Phil Garcet. You think so? I don't know. There's a lot of hype around him. They for like some him. Reason. Urban's talking about him. They talking about him. I don't know. I don't know, dog. This is but, hard. That's what I'm saying. This goes back to what we were talking about earlier. There is very well you're going to see a situation where people are going to be cut from this team that you didn't expect or that you really didn't want to see go. Yeah. I think for the first time. But honestly, I think it's a good sign for Treadwell because they put him on the media yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not putting guys out here to talk to the media that they don't think are going to make this team. I mean, why do you think they haven't put Tebow there? They put Tebow there once. Right? No, he hasn't talked to the media at all yet. No, no, Tebow hasn't. I forgot. I I, I photoshopped that. That was myself. No, I, I mean myself. at the same time he uh they're just they're they're not making they're just making sure they're not giving him no extra special yeah. attention. They don't give four string tight ends, third string tight ends, media attention. You ain't gonna see uh anybody except for Man Hurts and potentially O'Shaughnessy. You won't see Ellison get it either. That's uh, because I mean, at my my seven receivers, uh, or, or are we doing six because we're minusing Agnew? I mean, you might as well do seven. Don't there ain't no reason to minus him. You just say he's a kick returner. I'd, so you well, keep you a seven your, with him. You got your main three, mm-hmm. and then I'd probably go Colin Johnson because I mean, uh, when Dorsett and them were all out on injury, he was showing off yesterday. Uh, I'd probably go. I think Treadwell is going to make it. I really do. I mean, he just caught a 40-yard diving touchdown. So, <laughs> and he was on the mix. So, and it's probably going to make I'm still up in the air on Dorsett because Urban keeps talking about Dorsett, and it's just like, is he going to be here or not? Because I don't think Cooper is going to be here or Tim Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably put Hammond, Bebe, and on practice squad. 99-yard drive from Trevor Lawrence that started with the uh, – I'm sorry. 99-yard drive from Trevor Lawrence with the starting offense ends with a Chenault touchdown from Lawrence, who was 7 of 9 on the drive. 
That's all good news. So how'd you guys like the Hall of Fame game? I loved it. I just wanted, you know why I loved it? Because they didn't tell me they was going to fucking have it on the TV and then not play the motherfucking game. That's why I love the Hall of Fame game. Because they said, it's going to be on Thursday night at 8 p.m. And I fucking saw it on the TV. So, yes, I love the Hall of Fame game. Uh, Cut Tebow, make our own Kyle Pitts out of the baby. Boy, Robert been watching the show. <laughs> so what do you think about this Dak Prescott's uh, shoulder injury? Because Troy Aikman seems to think it's more, more than they're letting on. I think I think this injury shit going on in the league right now, period, is crazy. I think to Dak Prescott getting coming out, getting rehurt. I think the Carson Wentz followed by the, the Quinn Nelson injury back to back. Like that shit is crazy. Same fucking injury. Carson's is from high school, and then he re-aggravated it walking into the facility. So what you stumbled and just fucked the bone up? I don't understand. Dorsett catches everything one day, drops everything the next. He's inconsistent. I haven't um I haven't actually been able to see Dorsett do much of anything. I just do find it. I, I think you have a point stone cold in saying that um you know that he's he's brought up consistently by Urban Meyer and the other coaches. So I think that's something. Kind of like we said before with Jalen Camp. Camp was in all of the Jaguars videos they were releasing. The ones that were actually being released by the Jaguars, the highlights they were releasing was a ton of Jalen Camp. He was in every fucking video. Uh, Robert Conover said, or Conover? Conover. We're going to say Conover. Are they going to get rid of Minshew? Because I don't see keeping him because we all know Trevor Lawrence is our quarterback. Robert, you're new to the, you're new to the program. So I'm going <laughs> to tell you, big dog. There's no way in hell Gardner Mitchell is not going to be on this team day one. Gardner Mitchell is your backup quarterback, 110%. He is the cheapest backup quarterback. He is one of the best backup quarterbacks. He could be traded to another team and compete for a starting job on any other team. That's why they're giving him an opportunity to compete here. Of course, it's a competition. It's always going to be a competition. Trevor Lawrence is going to win the competition, but Gardner Mitchell's he, – he, and he's doing everything right. He's going out and saying – no, I'm not taking number two. It's not an option. That That's what he's supposed to say. That's how he's supposed to feel. That is a third-year guy who was just a starter last year who got fitted mm -hmm. on by a franchise and got everything taken away from him. And then now we're in a position to draft the future. Is Trevor Lawrence better than Gardner Minshew? Absolutely. fucking -lutely. Is he twice the quarterback Gardner will probably ever be? Absolutely. fucking -lutely. But he is still a dog. And he is bare minimum top three best backups in the game. So unless somebody comes a call in with a third or fourth round pick, no way in hell will Gardner Mitchell not be on this team. Yeah, uh, Cold, I don't like that look you gave Preach me. It. Who you gonna put above him? Oh, okay. I thought you was looking like you was gonna put another backup above Gardner. Was like we can have this debate. Preach it. I can't tell you. I can. I honestly cannot tell you another backup quarterback I would rather have in the league right now. I really can't. Unless no, you no. wanted to get tricky and you were like, "I want Taysom Hill." Oh, okay, because he gives you a different element. I can see that. But I can't tell you another backup that I would rather have in the league right now than Gardner Mitchell. If Gar if Trevor was to go down, heaven forbid, knock on wood, if Gardner was to or if Trevor was to go down, Gardner Mitchell is going to get you through a six, seven game stretch. Gardner Mitchell is the owner <laughs> of one of the it's a terrible, terrible statistic. But Gardner Mitchell won the most games as a Jaguar rookie quarterback ever has. Blake Bortles, 
Blaine yeah, Gabbert, Byron Leftwich. I mean, the 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 record is low. It's six. Yeah, right? and, and that's cra- and that's crazy because <sighs> Trevor Trevor should at least be he should break all the rookie records, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent, right? Yeah. Nobody, I mean, not a single Jaguar rookie quarterback outside of, I mean, Minshew's rookie season was the best we had seen yeah. from any Jaguar rookie quarterback. Minshew's rookie season was one of the better seasons we have seen from a Jaguar quarterback, period. When you go touchdown interception ratio, yardage, I mean, he should have been rookie of the year. You know, we already looked at that. We went we went through this before, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, think it's his greatest play was in that Denver game. Stayed up out of nowhere, found Armstead in the corner. Mm. That was crazy. That was crazy. And then the Raiders, I mean, he, he probably has more comebacks. I think we, we did this before. I know he has more comebacks than Kyler Murray did his rookie season. But uh, OC said Minshew was the smartest quarterback since Rivers he's ever seen. Mm. How about that? Well, you had to figure about before that? he got to the NFL, he was already on that. four different teams. Every year. Right. And he's just a dog. He's a dog. As a football coach, I'll tell you this. I will always choose, especially if we're talking backups, I will always take the dog. Mm-hmm. Whoever is the biggest dog. I don't care if they're the most talented. If they are a fucking dog, I need them. Minshew is Ryan Fitzpatrick 2.0. Will always be a good backup that can get you through a stretch of games life, uh, or stretch of games if a starter is hurt. Absolutely. I agree with that. I can give you that. Yeah, and when I he think, gets a, and when he gets a little bit older, he'll he'll have his, he'll have more shots at he'll have he'll get he'll earn some shots at starting some places. Yeah, but, and and if it and if it sticks, it sticks. But that's kind of like if you're not one of those elite guys coming out, that's that's the that's your journey as a quarterback, right? Because if you come in and let's say Ryan Fitzpatrick has had multiple times starting on teams, they brought him in to quote unquote be the backup, but it's like okay. You're better than this guy right now, or something yeah. happened, and I gotta go and play for six, seven games. I can go win. I can go win four. You give me seven games, I can go. I can go win four, five, maybe. They say but, uh, Caleb on Chazon is balling out there right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because there's no pads on. Walker Little can't stop him. They say he looked great yesterday too, though in the in the eleven on eleven. They say they say he was sprinting downfield with Tyler Davis forty yards downfield on a seam route, diving and breaking up a pass. They say he turned around, got a sack after that. Um, they say he's breakout. he's finally cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was funny though. They did that uh, Jaguars uh, hour long show they do on Thursdays. It was funny what uh, Jeff Logman said. He's like, Caleb on Chase on was showing out when the pads came on until he ran into Walker Little. I, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> e Dilla says, "Man hurts can't catch for shit." Yeah. UCF, are you at the scrimmage, sir? Did you yeah, get any footage? I know he was. I'm saying is he still there because he's on with us now. Uh, did you get any footage? Can you secretly stream? We'll put cell phone <laughs> footage of UCF. I don't care. We had a mass influx in viewers right now. They're currently still tuned in, all praying that we can put something up on this screen right now. They bamboozled us. UCF says he's in Tampa. Okay. 
Trevor's ripping it right now. Shout out K Nun. Thank you. Yeah, it looks like he is, man, from what I'm reading. They say Manhurst can't catch for shit. Trevor Lawrence with a touchdown to O'Shag Nasty. O'Shag Nasty. Oh, I call him O'Shag Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Pender Hughes for the subscribe. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey, listen, man. Y'all currently tuned into us. I don't see enough. Of, I, I see the view account. But I don't see enough of that subscribe, man. Click the subscribe button. Please, Click the subscribe please, button. Please. We'll give you a shout out. Click the notification. We are live every Tuesday night with Trash Talk Tuesdays. We give you an hour show then with live two hours on Fridays as well, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Interested in me streaming the Bucks scrimmage? No. Uh, no. Are you at the Bucks scrimmage? Tom Brady, um, I might be a little intrigued. <laughs> you might have to slide in JDM for that one. <laughs> I, I got the I got the login. I can I can stream too. <laughs> F the Bucks. Talk that shit, Robert. F the Bucks. They talking about. Um, but yeah, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Minuteil Podcast. Join the group uh, on Facebook, Minuteil Podcast. We also bring you post game shows after every game. So I mean, come on, man. You ain't getting nobody better than this. You're not gonna hear this shit on Ten Ten. You're not gonna hear this shit. Hey, Kay, I got podcast. What's that? Uh, start. Uh, a buddy of mine mentioned up uh, mentioned me about uh, predicting the starting uh, three linemen for the three four. What would you mm-hmm. think though of uh, Devon Hamilton, Malcolm Brown, Roy Robertson Harris starting three? Yeah, I like it. Three gigantic, massive men on that line. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love that. I can see that because Devon can move too. Oh yeah, I can he, see he, that. He played nose technique and a little three technique at Ohio. Yeah, I think. See, I think he could play. Now, I don't know if they're going to see. See, Roy Robinson Harris is your big end for sure, right? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know if they're going to want to have two big ends or if they're going to have a guy more like DeWan Smoot on the other end. Now, they had DeWan drop some weight from my understanding so it sounds like he's going to be more in that stand-up coming out to two outside linebacker role potentially shout out to Roseland shout out to big CWB shout out to Duncan Penderhue Javon McDonald shout out to all y'all man make yes, sure sir. you yes, hit the subscribe motherfucking button um yeah so I don't know exactly what the plan gonna be there Typically in a 3-4, you would like to have one end that can still rush the passer. They're a big mm-hmm. end, but they're not a huge end. Now, I, a, I think Adam Gotsis, if we're going to go double big ends, it'll probably be Adam Gotsis, Roy mm-hmm. Robinson-Harris, and then your nose would be rotating between Malcolm Brown and uh, and uh, shit. Fuck, you yeah. just said it. Tavon Hamilton. Yeah, uh, I, just that was, that was, be, I just need Smoot to be in there, man. My, my dog my dog got 12 sacks over the last two years. And yeah, if, he can, if he, he can cover, he'll be in there. I think he's a first down, second down guy. I think he comes off the field and Kayla Vaughn comes on in passing situations, more than likely. Yeah, they say he's down to about 255 when he was first drafted. They, they He really lost some weight. Yeah. I think it's more shocking how much weight he put on since he was drafted. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I he was trying to make the team. He was trying to make the yeah. – yeah, I remember, bro. He was trying to – he had to try to get big, especially for how they had him kind of playing. They had oh, him yeah, playing inside. They had him playing inside. And he he looked like a decent athlete. So, it was trying to – really was trying to – but that's just why, that's how they wanted him to play. They wanted him to try to, I guess, be Calais, but 
you can't rep, you can't like recreate six eight. Yeah, and three hundred. You know what I'm saying? That's that's hard to recreate. Well, Roy Robertson Harris is close. He's around six seven. Mm-hmm. My boy uh, Marcel Robinson with Action Sports Jacks said uh, sixteen lighting it up in all these situational team drills. Poetry in motion from snap to release. It is beautiful. Lawrence throws three straight passes to O'Shag Nasty, including a great touchdown pass and tight coverage over the middle of the field. The rookie is having a great day. Best throw of the day for Trevor. Design steps to the right, throws across his body 20 yards or 20 plus yards to a dive in Laquan Treadwell. That was the touchdown they were referring to. Oh, oh yeah. He's going to make the team. Making plays like that. Mm hmm. But um, I believe this year it is uh, after the first week they go down to 85. Then the second mm-hmm. one they go down to 80. Then th- there's that huge cut down to 53. And I, I believe that's how they're doing it this year. I think it's from 85 to 70. I believe. Actually, you know what? Why am I doing that? I screenshot it because somebody just posted about it so I could keep the dates. I screenshot it real quick. Yeah, because after each preseason game, they got to make cuts. Uh-huh. Where's my screenshots? Oh, Urban no. That's Meyer a... ain't too fond of that. No, not at all. Where the fuck is my screenshot? That's a dick pic. Not screen. I don't want that. <laughs> on my like, man, yeah, Urban Meyer's like, man, I want to keep everybody, man. Like, can't we just do that? Like, I just came from college. Like, hey, man, I'm, hey, man, I'm fresh out of college, man. Can I get a little? Can I get a little something? That's what that blood went. I hope Andrew Winger gets cut. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look all the people we've got for special teams now who, who, who they sign, uh, like Philip Dorsett. They got him to be a gunner. I think that's why they got Agnew and uh, Cooper as well, to be gunners and Claybrooks. Last year. Agnew was supposed to be returning. Well, yeah, but... uh, Oh, they got Rudy Ford to be a a gunner. My bad. I I got that wrong. Yeah. They They, like Rudy Ford from what I've been hearing. Yeah, because every time Andrew Winger was in the safety position, he got his ass picked on every damn time. He's Jonathan Cyprian. Yeah, they're putting him... He's playing that position, but he also... He's he's, acting like he ain't never got no interceptions before. That man man be playing... He's well, just not a he's not a safety. Not a he's not a new age safety. He's an old school Roy Williams type safety. Same thing with, with John Sip. Like John Sip would have been John Sip just got to the league too many too too many years too late. He's a in the box safety. He's an outside linebacker, basically. Like, that's what Dewey is. Dewey can play inside outside linebacker, but he's not big enough. So they keep him as safety. But he's suspect in coverage for the most part because he's just not fast enough to be out there in coverage. He gives you – he has instincts. He plays the ball well, and he's a great tackler. But that's it. He just doesn't have the wheels to cover nobody. I mean, you go back to, like, the the, the Packers game, we'll, we'll always remember the play where he slips and the tight end smokes him off the line. Mm-hmm. You won't forget that. But he just slipped. It was bad field. It was cold. You're in Green Bay. The field's mushy. He goes to to jam the guy at the line. If he jams that tight end, he doesn't get off the ball. Um, and that was a what a fourth down play, third down. That was a key play in the drive. Um, so Dewey, Dewey just he's a great special teamer. He's Nick Sorensen. So I don't 
I don't know if how you make the team just being a special teamer now with all these other players who could probably do both. But if you excel tremendously on special teams, you'll be here. Yeah. Because I don't think there's just not enough guys that want to do it. <laughs> Big question. Does Taven Bryan make it this year? But Taven Bryan should already be cut. I don't understand. Oh, yeah. This. He should have already been gone last year. <laughs> Taven Bryan should be cut now. I, I really don't get it. How, how all of this shit is happening. So here's the dates for cuts. Um, motherfucker. Here's this fucking scrimmage. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Motherfuckers. That's not the dates for cuts at all, fansided.com. You fucking lied. <laughs> I hate you, clickbait motherfuckers. <laughs> Whatever. I'll find it. I don't want to do this right now. Um, yeah, we'll find it. I think it's the 70, though. I'm, I'm almost positive it's the 70. Uh-oh. What is this? Is this a video? A secret video? Who's that? Trevor? This better not be it. Oh, this is the David. Oh, okay. Rolls out across his body. His tread well for a deep ball. Okay. I got a video. Okay, so, so each team can carry 90 players for the time being with cut downs happening August 17th to 85, August 24th to 80, and okay, he's right. August 31st to 53. So Stone Cold is right. It's the 80. Oh, shit, I'm old. Um, it's 85, would you say? He said from 85, or you go to 85 and then to 80. 85, so, 80 to 53. 53, that's huge. Uh, Tavid Bryant trash. So, for those of y'all tuning in now, um, uh, Greg Huntington, if you don't know who Greg Huntington is, you're probably a newer Jags fan. Greg Huntington is like the original Jaguar. He was part of the first 10 to ever sign a contract. Um, and he played center. Greg Huntington, the OG, came on the show. And um, I, you know what? It wasn't him. It was Tommy Mack, wasn't it? It was Tom McManus who actually came on the show, former Jacksonville Jaguar middle linebacker Tom McManus. He came on the show. He said he felt that Taven Bryan was going to have a breakout year this year in this scheme. Yeah. He felt this would be his best year. I had echoed that sentiment as well. I felt that. We, we talked about that prior, and I said, if there was a system to fit Taven Bryan, it's going to be this one because Taven Bryan is fast. Taven Bryan is incredibly strong. Taven Bryan is just fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> His football IQ is fucking bad. And it's weird because he's a he gamer. In practice. He's not even a gamer. He's Run a PC smash. Gamer. Run smash. Right. You're a Run PC gamer. Hit. Like, I expect you to be smart. Gamers are intelligent people. I don't even know how to use my Twitch account. I can barely podcast properly. Like, I, I don't know how to do shit like this. Taven Bryan is a fucking PC gamer. Like that's that take a whole different type of intelligence. Well, no, the piece that, that's my thing is it depends on what games. I guess what games you play on PC. But to me personally, that shit's easy. That's why he's doing PC because you don't. All you got to do is like move your mouse and like click to shoot people. So I don't think they. I don't think they use the mouse, bro. Yes, they do. They, they got creative controllers. controllers, bro. Yeah, no, but they use the mouse. They got like whole setups. 
I feel you, but they use their mouse and their keyboard. That's what the PC gamers use. They use their mouse and their keyboard, and it's just click, 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 and you I'm shoot, shoot, some, shoot. I'm about to get some PC gamers on here to size you right now. I don't, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think you're right about that. It's easy, bro. Bro, you see it all the time. I mean, you don't play the game. I do. I don't play the game, and so I, I know my little brother got one of the uh, remote controls instead of using the keyboard, even though he could do both. Jordy yeah. said Taven Bryan only plays Minesweeper. No, God. That shit about made me die. I'm holding it in right now. I'm not laughing as loud as I want to. Uh, that's fucking hilarious because I used to play Minesweeper, and I still don't understand how to play Minesweeper, but I would win. I just randomly click boxing. Playing, motherfucker playing putt-putt mini-golf. Sudoku. Nah. Pinball. That guard is <sighs> fucked. What guard? Major back in the building. Major just snuck in. Major, major. What? Because I have a camera right here. I just watched you walk in. Yeah. What are I y'all watching it from? Ben Shy. Uh, we are watching we are it from not the watching. Fucking thing you're watching it from. Yeah. So originally we intended to come on live, stream the entire thing. We had screen share set up. We had the stream up and running. And then all of a sudden... Got they cut the stream on us. We got bamboozled. Uh, so we had insiders at the stadium. We were trying to get to live stream, and we would share it to you guys. And there's no luck, man. The stadium's They're all cracking down. Well, the stadium's cracking down on people. They don't want people sharing. And Herb, I mean, I understand it, but yeah, I understand from my media guys. Um, Nobody will sack up. Yeah. Tevin Jones over Herndon in the end zone for a touchdown. Here goes the Herndon hate. People about to start. Oh, I, I knew it. E. Dilla, Herndon's trash. <laughs> See, that's the problem. You got people like E. Dilla who actually have some sort of reputation amongst Jaguar yeah. fans that consider him to be, you know, somebody. And when they give ridiculous takes like that, 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 that just spreads the toxicity. Attendance at Jaguars scrimmage today is officially 15,506. 15,506 people get to watch at the scrimmage. Hey, so what games are you going? What home games are you guys going to? I want, I want me. uh, He's going to be at every home game this year. Jay's a season ticket holder. Jay's going to be at everyone. Um, I'll be at the Denver game, the home opener. I'll be flying in for that. That's the that's the one I want to get tickets for. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Robert says he's a nickel, not a corner. Exactly, he's a nickel, bro. He's not an outside corner. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Let me in, Brian. Jump on, man. Let me get you the link. Don't got you ain't got to ask twice. Are you there, bro? Please tell me, Jack. <laughs> bro, we won't. Tw- I won't tweet this shit or nothing, bro. We'll hide the fuck out of this if you're there. I promise you. Mm-hmm. I fucking promise you. I'm about to send you the link right now, sir. Probably gonna pull up. He's taking a shit in the in the bathroom or something. It's probably gonna be over. He's gonna be in the car. Yeah, All right, man. God damn it! All right, but you know what? At least you were there. You know what? At least you were there. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. I still don't know what's going on with C.J. Henderson. I mean, when he got drafted, he, he looked like he was disappointed. That just looks like the look on his face at all times. I've never seen him without that look on his face. Oh, so he has a resting bitch face. 
like more like a resting, not give a fuck face. Yeah, no, no emotion whatsoever. Yeah, Herndon and Campbell will be competing. Yeah, I believe so. I'm on Normandy Boulevard. What? See you at the Denver game. Yes, sir, Zach. I'm gonna see you there, bro. I'm on Normandy. Okay, you're on Normandy. You're a Falcon fan. I don't give a fuck where you at. It's hard to accept. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck the other side. It's hard to accept decent quarterback play after having Ramsey. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Won't let you record. Uh, Brian, you're a grown-ass man, sir. You're a grown-ass man. Don't tell me it won't let you record. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. This is America. Won't let you record. Cisco is a beast. Absolutely. Um, you, you get me patriotic. I got to go play some Freebird, man. I think Cisco going to be a star. Cisco's going to be a fucking monster. <clears throat> Go ahead, Brian. I just sent you the link, bro. Click the link, and I'll bring you on right now. Click the link. Type in your name, Jack Zaxman, man, whatever you want to put, and I'll bring you on right now. Jerry Brown, don't laugh, bro. Don't if laugh. they have Cisco starting at free safety, how many picks do you think he'll try and get? Seven. That's a lot. I know. But they might. But what did he have last year? Nine? Didn't he have like nine last year in college? Yeah, but they'll say they might try him, too, if he's, oh. since he's a rookie. Stone Cold will be back. Stay tuned. Jack Saxman! What's up? Yeah! What's going on? What's going on? Right, yes, sir. They bamboozled us, bro. Dude, they won't let you record at all past a certain time at the stadium. They, they, they bamboozled us. We had to stream up. We was watching it, and then they cut it on us. Yeah, they don't. They're not letting nobody record after a certain time, so they're trying to keep the division opponents, man, from watching us. The same <laughs> ones who's gonna watch us on Saturday, right? What's up? You try, the same ones who's gonna watch us on Saturday, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Hey. It's got to be the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh no, Bill Belichick's got a couple rings from doing it, so. Yeah, he's same a fucking idiot thing. too. <laughs> Ain't no, comp- no there's no competitive edge right now to be issued unless you're trying to give prevent a competitive edge from Cleveland. That's the only team yeah, that you're preventing from gaining any sort of competitive edge on you right now. Because yeah, anything just- you run on Saturday or the following week or the following week is what the teams are going to be paying attention to. Yeah, I think they just uh, they did that the last three training camp days after period six. You weren't allowed to take pictures or nothing. Maybe what you don't do is promote that you're streaming the scrimmage. That'd be a great idea. Jaguar Media, social media PR people. Here's a good idea. Don't fucking lie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, what's funny is I think the last practice or yesterday's, we got a better scrimmage than what they're they're doing today. So that's what I heard. Talk talk to us about the scrimmage. We salty, right? But, But you were there. So talk to us about today. What did you see? How'd everybody look? Uh, What's up? Over the last week, what I've seen is Trevor has already grown a bond with uh, Marvin. Of course, the last couple days, Marvin's not been playing. But And then Colin Johnson, man, he loves Colin Johnson. Like, Colin Johnson might be one of those breakout guys this year that comes out of nowhere and has 10 touchdowns. Like, he's Hmm. – I mean, he's 6'6". Who's covering him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. (laughs) <laughs> Dallas got a six-four corner. Did you see that? Did anybody see that? Yeah, now we got, now we got um, 
They brought in all these um, – I mean, look how many former first-round picks we have at wide receiver right now. It's insane. I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about that a little bit ago while we were on the show, uh, you know, about 30 minutes before you got uh, on I, here, was we were talking about the wide receiver position. How how do you keep these guys? There's so yeah, many. There's 11 on the roster. Yeah, Treadwell's looking good, too. That's what's scary. I mean, he has a drop here or there, but he's actually looking pretty damn good. He's cutting well. Uh, he's made a couple guys look pretty crazy. Um, yesterday, CJ had a couple. Uh, he had one pretty decent little breakup. Uh, but Shaq, man, looks amazing out there. I love it. So, like, his so what about today? What did, what did we miss today? Talk to me about some key plays from today. Today, man, uh, they had a touchdown to uh, – Trevor ran one where they uh, came, I want to say, from the 50 all the way up, and it was a smooth drive the whole way. Uh, the only thing i seen that was, like, out of the ordinary today was, I mean, oh, ETN had a decent little run. Oh, and the kick return. Anu had a, a kick return that would have been gone if they would have let him go keep going. They blew it. You know, of course, they blow it pretty early. But he would have been gone. No one was catching him. So... I mean, the vision, the vision from these guys. Sorry, guys, I'm a little burnt today, so it's been a couple of days out there. In the <laughs> uh, what I'm liking is you're seeing the right stuff from Trevor. He's looking off, guys. He's good looking this way, but making a pass this way. He's checking his boxes and before he goes straight to the underneath. The thing I'm noticing about Minchu is Minchu. It seems like every play he's done, he rolls out. How is it that when Trevor's in, he doesn't have to roll out, but every time Trevor or Minshew's rolling out with the exact same team. You know what I mean? Like when they run with ones, they both – because today Tre – oh, yeah, that's another thing. Minshew ran out with the ones today. Mm -hmm. Tre Trevor didn't play with the ones to the second time around. but right. the, So the ones Minshew led uh, twice today. So yeah. – It's just a different style of quarterback. Well, well, let me say, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, that makes To me, that makes sense on why they did that. I mean – One's a veteran, the other one's a rookie. So they go, they're gonna let the veteran, they're gonna let the guy who's won the NFL game before, they're gonna let him get first reps, which I don't have an issue with. Downshifted has it right. Yeah. Mitchell showed that can't see over the line. Exactly. I mean, you have yeah. a different style of quarterback. That's what's gonna happen. He's gonna roll out because the passing lanes are not the same for him. You have to be able to put the ball through. And if a, a, a six foot quarterback stays in the pocket the same way a six six guy does, that's, that's where you get batted balls. The thing with Blake Bortles that used to blow my mind is how many batted balls he had when he was six four. Yeah. Six, that, five, that should yeah. never happen. That yeah. shouldn't happen when you're that that's tall. Just, yeah, that was his trajectory. Gardner Mitchell has to – I either the offensive line has to create larger, they have to get bigger gaps in order to allow passing lanes to open up, or he has to get out of there. It's just what it is. Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, yeah. same thing. You got to get deeper in the pocket, a very deep pocket, and your tackles have to be able to hold for that, or you have to just yeah. get the fuck also, out of there. Also, your guards got to be – in pass, your guards yeah. got to be able to push guys back. And like not let them get any, you know, not not let them gain uh, too much depth because, regardless of what's going on, like I said, he he got a, he has that he has that timer in his head already. He has an NFL timer in his head, yeah. so he knows that that pressure is that pressure, especially with these guys, that pressure can be coming quicker than quicker than expected. Okay. So, what about um, Tebow? That's what everybody wants to know. He caught a couple decent ones in the drills they were running and stuff. Uh, he had one play where I thought he kind of looked lost. He They got the defender pulled off, and he went rolling back toward like he was blocking for the quarterback, if, if that makes sense. So, like, you know, the defender pulled off like he was pulling back in coverage, and he just rolls back to the quarterback. 
like he was blocking from the quarterback. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's designed that way or if he just was like, oh, I'm just going to go over here and make sure nobody tackles this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, but um, Tyson Campbell had a phenomenal breakup uh, breakup pass that would have been a caught. It would have been a uh, it would have been a caught ball over the middle, and he, he knocked that crap out, man. The, the whole place went crazy for that. So Dope. how about Cisco? Like, how did Andre Cisco look? I didn't see too much from him. Rudy Ford was out there a lot. So yeah, so Rudy was out there. I know that uh Ken Trell, you know, they put him at the kick return one time and he uh dropped the ball, so I'm hoping he's not out there at all this year. <laughs> so <laughs> he, I don't he did that I don't, I don't think he'll be on the team. Yeah, I hate I I can't I can't stand that when the guys do that. Uh Shaq uh Quarterman is running the uh special teams. Uh he's kind of the captain of the special teams right now. So okay. like you know, he's the one the, the the guy that's making all the checks at the line and pulling back the linebacker that does that. I've seen that like that might actually keep him on the squad for this year. That right. we don't have a lot of depth. That's my biggest concern besides tight end. I think they're gonna keep yeah, I think Urban. I think Urban will keep the hometown kid on the roster. Yeah, and then, um, like I said, Campbell doing that. Uh, Shaq Griffin, man, his intensity. He comes over to the sidelines, gets everybody trying to get everybody pumped up and stuff. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of new faces out there and stuff. A lot of people said, "Oh yeah, I just bought tickets." So, I mean, that's a good thing for the fan base. It's just there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there between them. <laughs> like this one girl literally thought Tebow was a third string quarterback. <laughs> like the one in front of us, she goes, "Yeah, and he's probably gonna end up playing a little bit of quarterback this year." Like, oh. You can't yeah, fix so, stupid. You can't fix stupid. Yeah, there's some people. There's some people, man. They, they, these people in front of us that showed up, uh, got in their seats. They were there for about four minutes, took four selfies, and left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the they're class, trying, to, right? they're try, look, trying to get to the but they went to the. I said, "Oh yeah, let's go get some yeah. drinks." Yeah, no, no, I mean, like, we were in the VIP section, so, like, oh, you know, man. Those, those drinks right there. <laughs> oh, they just said, hey, we got to get the, we got to get the picture. So, so yeah, is the scrimmage like, over, or did you head out early? I had to leave early because I have a uh, catering today, so I got to do a catering at 3.30, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't pushing it. There was, there was a lot of people there, so, I mean, it ended up being pretty dang, you know, pretty dang packed when it got uh, compared for a, for a scrimmage, you know. So, Neil O'Brien says Tim Tebow just caught a first down pass from C.J. Bedford, and the cheers were louder than any they've heard all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they, they had one. They had one earlier where it was just drills, and Trevor threw one to him, and that place went ape shit. <laughs> I said they're gonna have to watch. You're gonna hear about the earthquake in Jacksonville if he catches a pass. If Tebow throws a pass to Trevor, or Trevor throws a pass to Tebow. <laughs> Malcolm Brown. <laughs> Malcolm Brown with a scoop and score touchdown after the ball slips from Jake Luton's hands while he winds back. Nice, nice. I'm loving that, man. Like that uh, D room is completely reworked, man. I, I love yeah. it. So they got some big hoys, man. That rock what's his name? Robinson Hera, is that his name? How they say it? The the newer the other the new guy, the DT we yeah. got, the, the guy with the hyphen name. He was looking pretty good. He gets really good pressure up the middle, so and uh, Taven was sitting on the sideline the whole time. He he's just now coming back. So Taven Bryant. But he, yeah, and then um, what's why his, the fuck is he still the, there? What's the other guy? Chase on with a sack. On who? What's the other receiver that uh, we signed? Mitchell. Michael Richardson. 
Who? The guy from the Colts. Huh? Uh, he, he was with somebody else after that, but Trayvon uh, Austin. Oh, Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett is man. He is like a coach on the field. He's been running around. He's not been playing the last couple of days, but he's been going around set guys in their positions and stuff, like helping the guys that just got here, the ones that we just signed with Tavon Austin and all them. Now, Tavon Austin was on the field already yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah, it is <laughs> wild. Austin says, do we still have Josh Jones? Yeah, we do. Josh Jones is still on the roster. Josh Jones will probably guarantee – I don't see Josh Jones not making this roster. Yeah. Uh, who, who who was the one that got hurt or yesterday? He's, uh, we put him on injury reserve, I think it was. Was it Daniel Jones? Is that who it is? The other guy, the other one, he, he's done, I think, for the year. If I'm not mistaken, that's why we signed Tavon. So oh, the receiver? The no, 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 the safety or whatever. DJ uh, Daniels? Is it Dan, oh, Daniel Jones? I want to say, not Daniel Jones. He's, uh, I can't think I of his name know. right now. But he's one of the ones we uh, we put like on the IR to, to sign Taven or to mm. sign, um, to, uh, you know, all Tavon Austin. So it's going to be interesting, man, to see what they do. With, uh, I think they're just trying to figure out different formations and stuff. I mean, they're getting the speed. That's what Urban likes is speed, speed, speed. So they're getting that speed there. So And also I think they needed to bring guys in because there's guys not playing. DJ hasn't played this week, you know, in like three days. You know, you got guys, you got to have people in those positions no matter what. You know, you got people running with the ones, one with the twos, and you just cut them when, you know, camp bodies pretty much. Yeah, so. Zach, uh, Tavon Austin originally came from Dallas, right? That's where he was drafted. Oh, uh, was, was it the Rams? Was it the Rams? I want to say they Dallas drafted him back in the day. It's, I, I forget which Rams. one. I think, he played for Dallas as well? Him, yeah, he played in Dallas also, yeah. But I, I want to say he was a Rams first rounder. Or say, <laughs> not first, but he was a Rams first. He was so, a first rounder. Said so Jake Luton with a fumble that rolled off of the QB. Into the arms. Yeah, of he was drafted Brown, by the Rams. First round, sorry. Who took it in for a touchdown? So, yes, sir. So that's three former first round uh, wide receivers we have on our squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Treadwell, uh, and then um, was uh, Campbell. He was a first rounder, right? Not Campbell. Oh, I keep calling him Campbell. Um, Dorsett, Philip Dorsett, was well, he a former first rounder? Was he Philip Dorsett? Yeah, double check for me. Just check. I want to. I want to say he was with the Colts. Because if I'm not, Mama's May, he might have been second or third. He was a first he was rounder. Highlight. Yeah, I thought so. He's one of the many ones they missed on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. So we have three former first round picks on our on our squad. <laughs> Okay, they say, but they about to be going into one versus ones now again. Oh, 1v1, 1v1. But, yeah, man, the biggest thing I see is there's nobody really slacking off or nothing. You know, they're always uh, moving around and stuff. Like I heard one of the old players on uh, the state, you know, the uh, radio station, you know, 1010, that uh, he was like, he goes, man, it reminds me so much of Coughlin practice. <laughs> like he's like literally comparing it to a Coughlin practice. So they're not stopping, <laughs> but he's making sure they're hydrated. They're doing the sports science stuff. Uh, if you're hurt, they're forcing up. Like Carlos Hyde got yesterday, he got dropped on at practice. Like um, he slipped in the dirt, and a couple of DTs fell on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "No, I'm good to go." And they're like telling him, "No, you got to go over for a minute. You know, go catch your breath." So mm-hmm. 
you know, instead of just getting right back up. So, you know, they, they do they do take that into account more than, like, years past. I've seen, you know, you get right back up, you limp into the line to run a play. <laughs> so, John yeah, Reed man, says he likes the pressure Caleb on Chason has been applying off the edge today. And he also likes how the defensive scheme is allowing Miles Jack to move around coming up on the edge before dropping back into coverage. It's pretty solid. That's what we've wondered is what Miles Jack will look like in this scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, man, Wilson, I've been hearing nothing but good stuff about him. Um, to uh, not, not, uh, I got to be specific, uh, De- Devin Wilson. So he's been playing really well. The guy Damian, from the Chiefs. Damian Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, overall, I think they're they, – that's my biggest scare is all it takes is one injury and we're down to whoever we pick up off the street. So, uh, linebacker-wise. So, I'm hoping that they're, that they're waiting for the waiver wire to grab one more person. So, I think there's five in the room, five linebackers total. <laughs> so, and that's where I think where the scarce is at. One injury, that could be the difference. Yeah. But – Zach, this is this is this ain't just a guy in the car, bro. This is the super fan himself, the Jack's axe man, man. Mr. Overalls is swinging the thing. This is that dude. You gotta if you don't know, now you know. All right. Hey, 17 of 17, baby. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah, man, so I mean, if, no, if you like, if you like hearing in from the Jacks Axe man, man, definitely make sure you check. Hey, he said, my bad. You you got your thing on relevant, right? So you do yeah, your. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be doing it uh, back soon. I've stopped for a little bit, but find my Insta. That's the big thing, man. I'm trying to get those follows up. I'm followed by the Jags on Instagram, so you know, like I'm legit. <laughs> can you tell them? Can you tell them to follow me? Yeah. What, Just tell them. You? To- yeah, can you tell the Jags to follow us? That'd be great. Appreciate you. Just let them know. I'll, I'll put the word in, okay? There we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I just found that out, too. <laughs> like, this week. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, we're going to have Jax Axeman on uh, weekly. So, so the goal is the goal is he's trying to go to all 17 games this year. So we are going to try to get him on every show, every game. Yeah, we can have some super fan interaction, man. It's gonna be fucking great. So, uh, what is what is your Instagram? It's J A X E Man Nine O Four. J A X E Man Nine O Four. Y'all got it, man. J A X Man Nine O Four. Get it? Is he the one that dresses up? Yeah, he dresses up. There's a lot of them though. They got a whole yep. super league, super fan league over there. Yeah, man. We got the Jacks League. Man, you got the commish, man and woman of tilt. Patrick 90 Fro, man. You gotta give the shout out to all of them, baby. That's the family. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jaguar J. You got Charlie, man, he's been there forever. Mr. OG. Jack by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, OG OG. Yeah, man. I just want to give a shout out to them. Iron Jag also, man. DA David. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. Cause I'm telling you, I would never be able to put myself in an Iron Man outfit. I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. I wear the overalls, and that's enough. But man, I couldn't it's be so in that. Bro, he's so hot, man. He'd be so hot. Yo, that's my guy. Me and that dude go way back. Yeah, I love him to death, man. He, uh, I was recording in his in his garage on this in the studio. He had a recording studio. Hey, shout out to the guys from Cali, baby, Cali. <laughs> hey, Cali fan in the building. Yeah, man, I'm ready to. 
I'm ready to be. I'll be out there in LA. Uh, I, I, I actually got a couple of Jack fans. Everybody's, you know, it's all at once. I'm trying to catch up with everybody and stuff. So if you if you find me, if you, if you got the stadium uh, out there at SoFi, DM me. That's the best way to get me to try to get to your section if they'll let you. You know, you know how the NFL is weird sometimes. So yeah, man. Yeah, but anyway, guys, y'all be safe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bye. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, brother. Shout out to the Jacks Axe man for coming on the show, man, and chatting it up. So he was there, gave us some good info, man. It looks good. So <sighs> we we had the time, man. I gotta get some lunch. Yeah, I ain't even had breakfast. Me either. I just jumped into it. So hey, listen, all of y'all currently tuned in. Sorry we couldn't get the stream back up. We tried. We did everything we could. We are going to get this, uh, keep it rolling, though, as you know. So make sure you tune in with us every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you tune in with us on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And make sure you are tuned in for the post-game shows as well every Sunday or Thursday or, yeah, just Sunday or Thursday. Or Saturday because it's a preseason. Yeah. But a preseason game, the game as well. Whenever so the we games will, are. <laughs> right. We will be streaming the preseason game here. We'll stream the game and chat it up with you guys during yeah, the that's game. Yeah, well. that's Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yep. Yeah. So we'll be, we will be live Saturday. So appreciate y'all for tuning in with us, man. Make sure you click the subscribe button. If you haven't already, go ahead, click the subscribe button, click the bell button to be notified. If you didn't get to stick around for the whole show, you missed some of it. No problem. Just check out the uh, Spotify and Apple podcast. Real simple. Just type in men and podcast. There's only one. We are the realest of the real. I am your host, the hot take hooligan agent K that's the cannabis analyst agent J and we are out of here, sir.